0: You're home for live Wolves football on the flagship for Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, RadioAlabamasports.net, and the Radio Alabama Sports app. Now, voice of Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, Blake Bagley. on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Sponsored by Toyota of Silicaga, Allen Brew Market, Chick-fil-A, Cusa Valley Medical Center, Area Real Estate, Childersburg Primary Care, Movement Mortgage, State Farm Agent Sheila Curtis, Cusa Valley Auto Sales, Silicaga Chamber of Commerce, Harvey's on Noble, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Van Zant Hardware, Swin Print, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Amya, Cusa Valley Recycling, Marble City Pharmacy, District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Silicaga Parks and Recreation, First Bank of Alabama, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner Cindy Pennington, and Coosa Valley MRI. Now, here's color analyst Jacob Bassett and the voice of Fayetteville Wolves Athletics,
1: Blake Bagley. Welcome in to the Federal Wolves Pre-Game Show on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Pines Federal Credit Union here at Farm Link's Field for a beautiful evening of football, Jacob. Uh, Sun's going down. You barely have light in the sky. The field lights are on. Clear sky. No chances of rain. Just a great evening for football, man.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a good good night. I'm excited. You know, like we talked about in the coach's show last night, a lot on the table for the Wolves. And it's... We want to play that another week. We we got to win tonight.
1: Absolutely, Jacob. This. Is is basically a semifinal game before the playoffs, right here. Loser, this game is pretty much eliminated from playoff contention unless just a bunch of stuff goes haywire, which in high school football it can. Um But you got the three and four federal wolves hosting the uh, four and three Lafitte. I'm not sure what their mascot is because I didn't do my research. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Okay, so it's the Bulldogs. So we play,
2: we'll play Bulldogs two weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah. Last week was Bulldogs two yeah, week.
1: Oh, next week's Bulldogs. Well, um, unfortunately, I won't be making a trip next week because of a vacation that I got planned. But, but we're here this week. We're here for this game, and we're expecting the Wolves to come out here and get a win. Um, Jacob, what is some of the key wins right now? Uh, for this team of the um, Lafette Bulldogs?
2: Well, they've, like you said, they've only won four games. Three of those being region games, though. So. You look at Randolph County, you know, not the Randolph County we're used to seeing. You know, we beat them handedly a few weeks yeah. ago on a Thursday night. Um, they beat Ramburn, who's, which is who we play next week. And uh, they've also beat Horseshoe Bend. Um, their first game they beat Coosa Central, but everybody can beat Coosa, so we're not going to go there. But
1: uh, <laughs> You didn't have to disrespect so them that way by telling the truth, Jacob.
2: So that, that's their four wins this year, but hopefully hopefully they won't get win number five, because we, we need win number four, and make a trip to the playoffs happen.
1: Absolutely, Jacob. This Bevel team has got two crucial games ahead of them. They could have afford a loss last week, and they were able to, but they've got to win this week and got to win next week. Children's Park, not so much, but they've got to end this season at at least 5-5 five and five in order for a chance to make a playoff run.
2: Yeah, it all starts with playmakers. We need our playmakers to make the plays that we know they're capable of, um, establish the time of possession, show them, or like we did against Lynette. You know, the first ten minutes of the game, we had the football. They never saw the football. We we need that. But also, while you have the ball, you can't put it on the ground.
1: Absolutely, Jacob, you can. And to preview a few other area matchups we have um, on this evening, Childersburg traveling to Pike County. Hopefully they can get a win tonight. You got silicaga traveling to Talladega to take on the Tigers. The Tigers win on the season, so this might be a little trap game for Silicago looking ahead. So, definitely need to play good football in order to get that win. And Comer is hosting Vincent tonight for their senior night as well as this senior night here uh, for the Wolves. Is it what well, Jacob? This is their second straight home game, and they've played four four out of five games at home. But this is our last home game this season. We'll take it to Ranburn next week and then back to Childersburg. Uh, to end the season but Jacob you just can't stress the importance for both teams tonight you've got to this is a must win game for both ball clubs
2: yeah like I mean we talked to Kaz Duke and Dakota Ogle last night and I mean they know what's at stake in this game uh, next week doesn't matter the next 48 minutes of the game clock, is what matters.
1: Absolutely. you got to win every play. And like you're saying, and then by the time this game's 46 minutes in, you might find yourself with a lead or, or in a one-possession ball game. That's what you got to do. And this team's got to be, like your vocabulary word always is, Jacob, got to be resilient. Last week, they showed not a lick of resilience, resiliency, rather, against Calmer. How do when they want them tie game going to the second quarter. Down 21-14 to on the ensuing kickoff, fumbled. The Bulls scored one time after that the entire game and got out of here, what, 58-21. to
2: Yeah, that was a turning point. You know, one mistake can cost you the rest of the game. And like you said, a fumbled kickoff, Comer recovers, scores on the very next play of the game. That's the kind of things you cannot let happen in a key game like tonight.
1: Yeah, you go back to last weekend, and I had a higher level of ball, but you look at when A&M was playing Alabama, Everybody, including myself, counted A&M out when Alabama went up 38-31. Nobody thought they had a chance, but they didn't get down on their sales, just like the Wolves do not need to get down on themselves, They came back, then they kicked the field goal later. Seth Small, who hit that field goal, and I'm just calling his name because I know Eli Gold. He don't like to, um, to announce people when they make a good play when it's not for Alabama, so I thought I would give him a shout-out this evening, even though not as many people hear me as they will, Eli Gold. But but you look, they didn't get down on themselves. That's what this Wolves team has to do. they got to stay in there, and they got to fight, and they got to get the win.
2: Yeah, and no matter what the score is on the scoreboard, I myself, I know you will too, we're going to give you, we're play-by-play, guys. That's yeah. why we're here is to give you every single play that happens in the game. Eli didn't do that. I got on my soapbox about it. But that was last week. This Friday night, I'm ready for some high school football. Boys. Absolutely,
1: Jacob. We're, we're first play by play and color analysis. Secondly, we're fans of the Wolves. So even though when they lose, we go out of here upset that they lost. We, we still make calls on the radio and we, we just want to see good plays by, by each team. I mean, if a good player or if a player makes a great play on the other team, we're going to call it. I mean, that's just the way it goes. But, but, uh, Jacob, man, this Wolves team—they got a lot of senior leadership this year. They're losing almost their whole line. You take Austin Jones, you got Schuyler Williams—or is it Wood? Skylar Wood. Wood Skylar Wood. You got Skylar Wood, uh, Kaz Duke, Dakota Ogle, uh all these guys that are huge on the line. Man, you're losing all these guys. So we're gonna have to—they gotta have some guys step up. But they know that this team is in a position right now to make a playoff run.
2: Yeah, and you also have your skill players in the back, starting with your starting quarterback. He's been a starter for the past two and a half seasons. You know, he stepped in for Blake a few years ago, so Blake could go out and play receiver. And that actually worked, Blake. Um, but Pacey, so far, you know, he's completed 97 passes for a total of 1,603 yards. Wow. Before, as, as before, right before kickoff tonight. And he's also in the top 10 in the state. You wow. Know, 1A through 7A. Pacey's up there, and he also leads the team in rushing. I found this stat to be pretty funny myself. He has 24 carries for a total of 252
1: rushing yards. Wow. Uh, I was going to say, how does this Wolves team not have a better record than what they have? Having a guy top 10 in the state, and then you just told me their quarterback's their leading and rusher. And that told me all I needed to know. This Wolves team's been one dimensional this year. They haven't been able to have a guy to step up and run the ball. We thought it was going to be Evan Baker step up and run the ball this season. We haven't seen him get a lot of carries. For him to be his size, he's not as physical, but he's pretty fast. So if he can get, if, if the offensive line can give him a hole open, he can bust up the middle. Uh, the only problem is a lot of the teams that we play are great right on the defensive side of the ball stopping to run. So, What are the Wolves going to have to do this evening, Jacob, to get the run game going?
2: It starts with offensive line play. Them big uglies, as Limbaugh called them last night, are going to have to open up holes so your rushers can go through. You know, it starts with Pacey and Evan Baker. Evan only has 94 yards on the ground this season. Wow. Let me tell you a cool stat. With one carry. One carry. Brody Nolan is third.
3: Really? Didn't he have rusher.
2: like
1: an eighty five yard touchdown run? It's
2: officially a ninety yard touchdown run. So
1: basically he's the team's second latest rusher almost with one carry. So we need to get him on the field and more action and, and maybe with it being senior night and night we'll see him.
2: And you know, Limbaugh wants to get to that point. But that point is a starts at kickoff. now. It's a yeah. kickoff. It's his senior his last game as a senior. You know, yes yes, this is his first game or his first season. It is you know he's starting out as a senior but he went through the summer practices the workouts the spring practices the fall camps and all that with this team and he wants to go out as a senior with the rest of his guys and he wants to contribute to what's at stake tonight
1: absolutely Jacob well
2: we're gonna take a quick break here from farm links
1: field and uh, get a word from our sponsors and uh, we will be back with you here in just a few minutes listen to the fellow football Pre-game show on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union.
4: Please come by to enjoy some of the great deals at Cusa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama. Get up to $10,000 off 2017 and 2018 at 154. Please enjoy the game and come by and see us at 35184 Highway 280 in beautiful Silicaga, Alabama from 10.30 in the morning until 5 o'clock p.m. Monday through Friday and 10.30 until 12.30 on Saturdays. Call us at 256-267-8296 we
5: Hi, I'm Cindy Pennington, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner. As the Extra Point sponsor, I want to make a point to let you, the taxpayer, know that we are here to serve you. Whether you're buying a car tag, paying property taxes, or conducting other business, our staff is there to help in a friendly, efficient manner. Many of these transactions can be handled by mail or online, or visit us at the courthouse or our Mumford oxford location on Highway 21 North. Go live!
6: Paid political advertisement by Cindy Pennington, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner.
7: Cafe. The August Cup of the Month is Morning Rush. It's chocolate chip cookie dough espresso with chocolate chip cookie dough bites. But if that isn't your cup, they have 25 other flavors and a variety of sugar-free flavors as well. Cup of Grace on 1st Street in both Silicaga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe.
8: Omya is proud to have been a part of Sylacaque since 1992 and is delighted to be a contributor to the continued growth of the Marble City. Omya strives for the very same excellence at their workplace as student-athletes do in the classroom and on the field and court. Omya says good luck to all Sylacaque Aggie athletes. To learn more about the innovations at Omya, visit omia.com. That's Omya.com. That's O-M-Y-A dot com. supplying superior
9: products throughout the southeastern and southwestern United States. Are you looking for extra money? Coosa Valley Recycling pays top dollar for aluminum, copper, brass, steel, old appliances, and even old cars. Coosa Valley Recycling is located a few miles southeast of Sylacauga on Highway 280. They're open Monday through Friday. Call for hours and rates at 256-245-4300. Coosa Valley Recycling, where the customer gets paid.
10: When choosing a real estate agent, you want someone you can trust. Whether you're looking for your forever home, looking for an investment property, or that great lake house to retire to, Area Real Estate is the group you want on your side. Their experience in the industry and being a member of the National Association of Realtors guarantees that you'll get the best deal on your next property. They serve all of this area, including Lake Martin. Check their website for listings at arearealestateinc.com.
11: Looking for a church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sulacaga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupliftingword.com.
12: Ever wonder why your friends are all members of CUSA Pines Federal Credit Union? It's the low auto loan rates, great checking accounts, and digital services with no fees. But most of all, it's the people helping people philosophy of caring for its members and communities. That's why CUSA Pines was voted Best Credit Union, Best Auto Loan, and Best Financial Planning in the CUSA Valley for 2021. And why we say CUSA Pines is where you belong. Find CUSA Pines FCU on Facebook. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender.
0: listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by CUSA Fines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium.
1: Welcome back to the Pebble Football Pre-Game Show on the Pebble Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Fines Federal Credit Union. Blake Magna alongside Jacob Bassett on the call this evening. And uh, Jacob, as usual, these stands are filling up got quite a few people out here watching. It'll probably be all the way full by the time kickoff's here. And, and on the other side, not many LaFette fans made this long trip down to Farm Links Field. As you look, there they might be a third of the stands full of uh, spectators, and I think they have more in their band than they do visiting.
2: Yeah, you just took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> over half the stands is the band over there. But, hey, they always sound good. I look forward to watching them at halftime. Um, Fayetteville band looks good, finally wearing their uniforms, you know, they've hardly worn them this year. Um, it's a perfect night for some football.
1: That it is, Jacob, and, and I think we're going to see a great matchup this evening. Both teams are out here giving it 110%, as you saw um, a good bit of our seniors say that that's their message to future football players. Jacob, you, as you pointed out when we were watching, 13 seniors were graduating. The whole rest of the team maybe only have 16 or 17 players, so... They're going to have to have some younger guys come up from JV to come play this varsity role and have some young guys step up. we got 13 seniors out there this year, which include Dakota Ogle, Austin Jones, Skylar Wood, uh, Kaz Duke, Connor Cole Rogers, Will Lane Darden, uh, Pacey DeLotes, Levi Phillips, Brody Noland, and I know I'm forgetting one.
2: Austin Jones?
1: I already said Austin Jones.
2: I'm forgetting one. I, I know I'm forgetting one,
1: but... um. I'm going to look on this piece of paper and find it because I do not want to
2: Well, while you miss find it, chance. I want to I give a shout-out to Madison White. You know, she's the only senior cheerleader. She, she's she been a cheerleader for a long time. You know, hugs all the way around from the cheer squad down there. You know, that's, that's also a family, kind of like the football team. You know, they go through the workouts, the practices, and all that. So, congratulations to Madison White on this being her senior night as well.
1: Absolutely. Well, we're gonna take a quick break as we do the, uh, the pledge and the national anthem. That's the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Acusa Pines Federal Credit Union.
12: The great Joe Namath said, Football is a team game. So is life. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union proudly supports the broadcasts of area high school athletics on radio, social media, and through the Radio Alabama Sports app. Enjoy B.B. Comer, Fayetteville, Childersburg, and Sylacauga football this season presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. On and off the field, Coosa Pines is here to help you reach your goals. Find them on Facebook. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing
7: Lender.
13: on noble has something for everyone private parties live music and entertainment the perfect date night the best appetizers and wonderful entrees don't forget to check the harvey's on noble social media pages to stay up to date on weekly specials harvey's on noble in Silicaga open wednesday through saturday harvey's on noble voted best atmosphere and best entertainment venue in the coosa valley
7: Swin the Printers serves all your printing needs. As a full-service printer, Swin can do everything you need to complete your project. If you can dream it, Swin can print it. Swin is dedicated to providing high-quality printing and excellent customer service to businesses and individuals alike throughout the Cusavelli Valley and beyond. Call Gary, Janice, or Clay today at 256-245-3236 or visit Swin online at SwinPrint.com.
0: school football on the Fayetteville Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union now back to the stadium
1: Welcome back to the Pebble Football Pre-Game Show on the Pebble Sports Network. Presented by Coots Pines Federal Credit Union. Jacob Bassett and myself along on this call. Uh, tonight, key area matchup as LaFette comes in here to Farm Links Field to take on the Pebble Wolves. The Wolves looking to get to 400 or 500 on the season, rather. And LaFette's looking to make it 5-3 and three on the season. And to touch on that senior I was getting none other than number 25, Emmett Baker. Uh, who was on the baseball team at the same time I was? No, I said on the team, not when I played. I did play some. However, um, this is a good matchup this evening, Jacob. And uh give us an update on how good that cheeseburger is.
2: It's very good. Sorry, it's been a long day at work. I hardly had time to eat. I'm trying to scarf
3: it down before this game starts.
1: Oh, I don't blame you, man. Well, you know, I I've got food at home, so when I get done with this, thing, I'm gonna go heat that food up and grub. Even though it'll be 10:30 at night, or especially if it lasts as long as the game last week, man, that thing took forever.
2: Yeah, because that Homer kept scoring, and every time he score you stop the clock. And apparently, Limbaugh had the uh, option to have a running clock in the fourth quarter, but we know how Limbaugh is. He don't want that, so he. He said, "No, we'll play regular clock rules," and that just extended that game just that much more.
1: Yeah, that game, uh, like you were saying, Jacob, I, I would have probably, if I'd have been in his situation, I would have took the running clock and got out of there, and not not have been a bad on the scoreboard. But he chose to stick it in there, and I respect that. Uh, as this Wolves team, even though that they're not they're not always on the top, they're not going eight and two, seven and three, nine and one every year. These guys lose with with class and dignity. There's not one time I've seen one of these kids from this Feville team do anything disrespectful to the other team or the fans of the other team, anything like that. If somebody knows of a time, by all means enlighten me, but I have not seen it. And that's a reflection. You know, we talked about it last night. That's a reflection on Coach Limbaugh's job as a coach.
2: Yeah, I'm going to give you my opinion on this. You know, any coach – that opts for the running clock, whether, whether, you know, you're up, like, for 63 to nothing. You're, you might be a coach, your team's down 63 to nothing, for example. That, to me, sends a message to your team that you're throwing in the white flag. I, I, I just, that's just something I don't agree with, so hats off to Limbaugh. Yes, as fans, we were ready for the game to be over, but Limbaugh sent a message to his team, hey, we're, we're still going to fight.
1: That's right. You know, one thing Coach Limbaugh says, too, that, that I just totally agree with. He always takes responsibility for his team when they, uh, when they take a loss or they have a bad game or something. He always takes responsibility for that. He doesn't put it on his players. And then when they do great, he gives, you know, all the praise to his players. And, and I think that's one thing you have as a coach. And I think that's why the players love and respect him so much.
2: Yeah, I, I appreciate Coach Limbaugh for everything he does. You know, he's, He's a good coach. Yeah, we're on some, you know, have the ups, we have the downs, but what coach in 1A football doesn't? You know, we're a small 1A school. We just don't have as many athletes to say, not 1A, sorry, 2A. You know, we look across the field over there, Lafayette, you know, <laughs> number 62 over the here is about two of Dakota Ogles.
1: Yeah, wow. That is a man right there. Man. I'm going to tell you, if me and him would have been to school at the same time, I would have gave him my lunch money.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's a big old dude. <laughs> uh,
1: but, yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. You know, Coach Longball the winningest coach in program history in the short time they've had a football team. And, you know, I I can totally see Coach Limbaugh being like a Frank Beamer or Bobby Bowden and just being here forever because everybody loves him. He does so much for the football team, Do, really just loves what he does. Yeah, he may not be taking on state titles every year but he's a consistent winning coach and that's what this program never had i mean there were times like last year when they went what was it three and seven yeah when they went three and seven that the wolves would have loved to have a three and seven season and now i mean you know coach some hiding the expectations to get sneaking in the playoffs every year
2: and another forgotten fact you know he brought the first region championship to fayetteville back in 2015 so you know yep. he knows how to win He's just got to have the size and the players. That's right. You have the playmakers this year, but the way our region fell, we had some hard games early, you know, with Lynette, like the second week of the season, or the third game, because we had the horseshoe bend. But, you know, Limbaugh, he's a winner. He's a winner in the school, and he's a winner on the football field, in my opinion.
1: That That he is, I agree. He's a winner all the way around. And is really who you want coaching your team, based on his class, his faith, and his dignity, and he's got three playoff appearances. He's trying to make it four this year. Um, and Jacob, what are some of the keys to the game for the Wolves
3: tonight?
0: It's time
2: now well, for the gotta, keys to the game. You gotta look at the line play. So we'll it look like.
1: Absolutely, Jacob. I think that's number one. The Wolves need to establish a running game, establish it early. Game. Keep this defense for lafette confused because, like you said, I mean, they've got a lot of big guys on that defensive side of the ball, and number 52 is huge. Yeah. I mean, wow. But, yeah, Jake, I totally agree. Set up the running game early. Get that going. Don't be one-dimensional. That's plagued this team so far this year. Normally we're talking about how they can't throw. They only run. This year they can throw it all over the place. They had not been able to establish a run. they got to establish a run early, run it early and often, and that's going to be the key to their success this evening.
2: Well, when a defense knows you're going to pass every play, they set up for that, and that's been our downfall this year is – were predictable on offense, but Limbaugh has tried to throw some running backs in there. You know, Brody Nolan had that play at Randolph County. His only carry was a 90-yard touchdown. So, you know, like. Like we talked about last night too, you never know what's up the sleeve of John Limbaugh.
1: Absolutely, Jacob. He doesn't get the name the main advisor for nothing. And the captains are taking the field now, as we're less than five minutes to kick off. The the Darden brothers are out there, along with uh, Pacey Loach and Dakota Ogle. Not a better group of guys you could send out there um, for their one last homestand of choosing which side of the coin they want. We're waiting the announcement from an officiating crew. Let's see what they're going to have. Just we're waiting. And waiting. Waiting on an announcer. I guess they're just uh, going over all things. But tonight, for your uniform, the Wolves come out with gold helmets, black jerseys, and black pants. And the Lafette Bulldogs come out with black helmets, a white jersey, and yellow pants, similar to the way uniform for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, uh... As big as number 52 is, he might be playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers one day. And Jacob, to touch on the saying the Pittsburgh Steelers reminded me of something. I went in a guy's house yesterday. My job to actually play for the Steelers at one point.
2: Really? Who was it?
1: I don't even know. You don't even know? No. Nope. Um, I can't remember his name, but he lives in Silicaga. Looks like the Wolves are going to receive yeah, the ball.
3: They
1: they'll it? take the opener, kick off, and they'll defer it to the second half. The Wolves <laughs> running over their banner. And uh, did a great job, as these cheerleaders do every week. They got it all decorated up, looking real cute. And uh, so the Wolves get to run out of that. And uh, they'll, they'll have their best effort tonight, Jacob, as this do or die for both teams.
2: And one thing you forgot to mention about Lafayette's uniforms, I just looked to them right over there. They are wearing pink in honor of October and uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So hats off to them for showing the support for the cure.
1: Absolutely, Jacob. Absolutely, agreed 100%. We have quite a few within our community who are, who are um, battling breast cancer right now. We pray for a, a, a quick recovery for them and um, all the best for them. But Jacob, tonight on this football field, the Wolves are going to come out and have to give 100% and in order to get this win. And I think these players love John Limbaugh enough to get the win. I think it's going to be a low scoring affair this evening. As the Wolves come out, Dakota Oval carrying the FHS banner. They're ready to get this one under the way. We're two minutes to kickoff now. But no matter what I was saying, these guys love Coach Limbaugh. I believe they're going to come out here and get the win tonight. And they're going to do it in a low scoring fashion. I like the Wolves tonight in a 20 16 effort.
2: Well, he was talking about the football field. First of all, let me commend Mr. Jeff Scott, who put in many, you know, he doesn't work at the school anymore. So he did all of this after work. You know, he works with me at IKO in the same department. So. From the time he got off the I was coming home the other night From my in-law's house And we ate supper over there It was almost 9.30 at night Jeff's out here by himself Painting that beautiful FW With the white and gold outline It looks good But we need to show The Lafayette Bulldogs tonight Who owns this field And you know make that path to the playoffs just that much clearer. To
1: Absolutely, Jacob. Absolutely agree. Jeff Scott did a lot for the school, and uh, had they appreciated him a little bit more by the higher administration from the county, he might still be there. However, I can't blame him for leaving, and and uh, in to pursue better things. But I want to give a shout-out to someone else, and that's Mr. Evan Blair, who's the PA guy here. As I was telling him earlier, I mean, at least 40% of the plays, I rely on him to tell us what happened in order for us to know out here because sometimes I can't get a good look, but he's always got a uh, – I don't know what you'd call it, a call before I do, so he's really good. Maybe we can get him on the radio one day with us.
2: Yeah, you know, he's also a little higher up, so he can see a little bigger than we can. So, yeah, it's always good to have a PA guy that tells you, you know, he gives the play-by-play to the fans, so you can give the play-by-play to our listeners at home.
1: Absolutely, Jacob, as both teams take the field. As number 25, Evan Baker, and number 22, Zeke Deloach are back deep to return for the Wolves and it looks like big old big hefty number fifty two will kick off for the Lafette Bulldogs and that is none other than mister I don't have his number on here Jacob that would be Antavious Woody so not only is he the biggest guy on the team it looks like he's gonna kick the ball off as well beautiful weather this evening Jacob. Jacob As it is a crisp, cool, 70-something degrees out here. 73 degrees, clear skies. We're going to get this game underway. Woody gets his guys lined up. It's going to be a short kick down the middle. It's going to be fielded at the 35-yard line, fell on at the 36. And that was number seven for the Wolves on the return. And he'll get it out. I think that was Cole Hardy. He'll get the ball out. To the
3: 36. Now it's time to see what this offense can do. You know, don't get behind the chains early.
2: Establish a running game. Get your quarterback and receiving core going, and we'll have a good chance
3: tonight.
1: That's right. One thing they haven't taken advantage of all year is the delayed handoff after having success with the passing game. We'll see if they get that involved tonight. Pacey in the backfield with two backs. He takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff. Oh, it's a flicker. The Loach. He's one deep, and it's intercepted at the 30-yard lines to the 40, to the 50. Back to the 40. He's got a few blocks. And on the first play from scrimmage, the Wolves did a flea flicker like we've seen in other weeks. And now the Lafette Bulldogs will set up shop
2: at the Wolves 35. I like the play call, you know, to try to throw your defense off early, but hats off to Trenton Tucker, number one for the Bulldogs right there, to sniff that one out and make that play.
1: Yeah, man, that was a heck of a grab by him on defense, chased down the ball to get it. was a little bit underthrown, but Levi Phillips had a chance and um, couldn't cash in. So now the Bulldogs will, will get things underway on the offensive side of the ball. Under center, takes the snaps, going to be a run around the right side. It's a five-yard, ten-yard game, runs over a guy. And that was number 22, Jamison Walton on the carry. And that'll
2: set them up with a first down and ten. I tell you what, if y'all had not seen this Lafayette Bulldogs team, they look like a small junior college team out there. I mean, their whole line outmatches our line probably, you know, by 40 or 50 pounds per player.
1: That's right, Jacob, they do
2: we have Chandler Winston right
1: Oh No, he is a tight end defensive lineman. That's my bet on the numbering. Quarterback number three, Tazarius Tolles, takes a snap. And it's going to be a handoff up the middle again. Ten-yard game, 15-yard gains, Runs over a man at a goal line. Fumble the ball, but I think he's across the plains. And that's none other than six points. Thirty seconds into this game. And uh, that's going to be a touchdown.
2: Now, you know, that's what you're going to have to stop. They're, they have a power run game. Like I said, all of their players match our players, overmatch our players, probably 40 to 50 pounds per player. I mean, you're going to have to find a way to slow them down on offense.
1: That you are, Jacob. And, and uh, when you're playing a team that out that is more physical than you and bigger than you, you got to out-coach them when John Limbaugh is definitely capable of that. We'll see how this team bounces back on offense. Snaps bad, holds bad, kicks blocked, is picked up. Tried to have a return, but for some reason, an ignorant rule in uh, high school is you can't return. I don't understand that, but uh. So. So. Now it's a six-to-nothing lead for the Wolves with 11:29 left in to the to first quarter. We're just 30 seconds in, and Jacob, uh, well, the Wolves got a score here in this drive to, you know, to take the momentum back.
2: All right. Hopefully, Limbaugh has got the, the trick play out of his system at least for now, and. Get something going. Get something established. Hopefully a running game. You've been working on it all week. Really the past two or three weeks when Limbaugh finally realized he didn't have a running game. So we'll see what kind of adjustments were made while the defense was on the sidelines. You can only go up from here. That's
1: right, Jacob. I'm in full agreement. with you there. Evan Baker and Zeke Deloach back deep again. And Woody will get this thing teed up to kick off. Nope. That's another kicker they got out there now. I don't have his number, but he's getting his guys ready. And that thing's going to fly deep, and fielded by Evan Baker at the 10. He's to the 20 to the 25, jukes a man out, taking down about the 28-yard line, and that's where the Wolves will set up
2: shop, first and 10. great, Great return by Evan Baker. He held on to the football this time, so there's the positive away from last week. So now it's time for Pacey and the gang to get something going. And like I said, don't get behind the chains early. Don't commit penalties, unnecessary penalties, I should say, and open up that passing game.
1: Absolutely, Jacob. We're pull the green, sweetie. you got to throw the ball a little bit, get some half-back draws incorporated, and see what you can do. Pacey takes a snap, and the ball's on the ground. And Pacey dives on it, but now they're going backwards. That's going to be a five-yard loss. I bring up second and 15.
2: Well, here's what I was talking about. Now you're behind the sticks early on second and long, second and 15. And now you're going to have to pass. Try to get you a little short passes, maybe some little slant routes, a little bubble screen, and try to get those yardage back. Try and try to get a first down so you're not playing third and long.
1: Absolutely, Jacob. This Wolves team has... a. Uh, has got to convert this second and long. they got two plays to do it, but it looks like the Bulldogs are going to bring a blitz, and they do. It's going to be a screen pass to Zeke DeLoach, who jukes a man out. He's 5 yards, 10 yards, 15 yards, keeps going finally
2: taking out of bounds right around the first down marker. They say he has it first down, Wolves. What did I tell you? We need to throw a bubble screen. We threw the screen pass right there, and it's first and 10.
3: Yep,
1: you're right, Jacob. You caught it, and uh, look at him there. That got him a first down. And, and, you know, back to what we were talking about, he always wants to get the ball off early. Give it a little delay, man. Uh, there's a lot of different things you can do to get that running game incorporated. Casey's in the backfield. With two running backs. A whistle blown. I don't see a flag. It's a timeout by the Bulldogs. Time and the Bulldogs will take a timeout. We'll take one with them. is the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union.
6: Let Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready for free. Enroll in the Ready to Work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2017 to enroll. Classes are free and offered online. Don't let this free online training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2017 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free online class. Call 256-378-2017. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to
3: your success.
0: You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by CUSA.
1: Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by kusa Pines Federal Credit Union. And uh, Pacey gets the snap there on the handoff to Evan Baker. That one's going nowhere out of the shotgun. Bulldogs sniff that one out from the get-go and... That's going to bring up
2: second and 15. Number
3: 25. Yeah, Woody,
2: Woody got in the backfield and put his weight all over Evan Baker. I feel sorry for Evan if that's what he has to contend with. All night. Yeah,
1: that one right there looked like it probably hurt, but he got back up. Again, you're facing the second and long. Two receivers split out to the far side. DeLoach in the backfield The two running backs. Takes the snap. And that was an offside. Wasn't called. Fired over the middle to Zeke DeLoach. Incomplete. I don't know if that, that snap, it was just time right, but uh, it looked like it was all sides.
2: Yeah, from here, it looked like he was touching the lineman's shoulder before the yep. ball was snapped. You yep. have a referee on the line for that reason to call those penalties. Yep. And he just looked befumbled by that, I guess. Yeah. If he'd have been
1: there just a tad bit later, I'd have said it was clean. But he was there a little too early. But nonetheless, they'll let it go. And, and um... That'll be bring up third and fifteen. Jake got to convert this one, but you don't want to force anything. Just over two minutes in, wolves down six zip. The loach in the backfield, two running backs, and uh, looks like they might have drew drew them off sides. Yep, they flinched and then jumped off the line, and that's going to be a five yard uh,
2: helping out.
1: There for the Wolves. 39.
2: Your line judge had to think about throwing that one. That was a late flag because it was five seconds after he jumped off sides before the play. That
1: was. I'm surprised I didn't call a false start because it looked like a football player moved first. But we'll take it, and that will make it a little bit more manageable. Third nine from the 40. Looks like they're trying to do it again. Pacey takes a snap. They'll bring four. Pacey steps up to run the ball. He's running. He's got two yards. got one man to beat. He's got five yards. He's got ten yards just past the first down marker. It'll be close, but I think they're going to give it to him. That's going to be a
2: first down across the 50. And that goes back to what you were talking about. Don't force anything if it's not there. Pacey saw the pressure coming. He saw every man he had, over, you know, as far as receivers go, they were all covered. So Pacey was smart to... Tuck the football and get a run for a first down.
1: That's right. The short feller with the white hat on says it's a first down, so it's first and ten. Wolves moving the ball, chewing a little clock out, and that, that's what you got to do if you're the wolves. And lining up, pacing the backfield with two backfields, two receivers set out. Takes the snaps, gonna hand off at the middle to Hunter Hammonds who a little bit of momentum got him about two or three yards. Now will bring up second and long.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, oh, he just, just, he tried to help Hammonds, though. Uh, <laughs> I guess he's so strong, he about slung Baker behind
3: him.
1: Right? And, <laughs> you know, when you're that big, when you're a kid, you know, when you're playing with other kids, that, that, the lineman is always the kid that, hey, don't hurt him. I know you're not meaning to, but you got to be easy. And, and so, uh... I bring up second and seven. The gonna take the snap in the backfield. Drops back, fires one. We got a play blown dead. I don't know if it was a timeout or a false start. But it's blown dead. False start on the offense. That'll bring them back across midfield but in the wrong direction. That'll make it second and thirteen.
2: Yeah, I'd go with a I'd go with a pass here. You know, your running game is gonna. Be almost non-existent tonight because of the size of this Lafayette Bulldog defensive line. So, yeah, you try to gut, establish your passing game early.
1: Absolutely, Jacob. 100% agree with you on that. Pacey in the backfield with two running backs. Two receivers split out. Takes a snap. Steps in it, plenty of time. Fires one over the middle. Tipped off the shoulder pads. Intercepted. And... That was number eight for the pick for the Bulldogs,
8: and that was... uh,
1: We don't have his number, and I'm not sure if that flag was called, thrown before or after the pick. It looked like after the pick from here, but can't really tell. Pass interference on the defense. The Wolves catch a break on that one, Jacob, and that'll march them all the way down to about the 35-yard line. Scratch that, the 40.
2: Yeah, that negates that penalty, so the Wolves will retain possession. A lucky break for the Wolves right there. That's probably the break we needed to try to get this football downfield and in the end zone.
1: Yeah, because that crowd, as little as they are over there, the band got into playing and got excited. But that takes the momentum away and brings up first and ten, and they're driving now with the ball at the 37-yard line. Just over three minutes into the game. Wolves down six to nothing looking to tie it up or take the lead. Deloach takes the snap in the backfield. Drops back. They bring four. Fires one. That's caught by Zeke Deloach for a first down and he wiggles his way for about three more to the far side of the field.
2: First down at about the 25 yard line. A great, little, great little pitch and catch right there. You know Zeke's probably playing with the same emotion tonight as Pacey is you want to perform on your brother's senior night, and right there, from Pacey to Z, a great little pitch and catch for a first down, and we're moving that ball closer.
1: Absolutely, Jacob. As you said, that's another first down at the 25, and you're going to have to keep throwing the ball, keep this all this defense, um, catch them sleeping, catch them napping. The loach takes the snap, he drops back, they bring some heat, he dumps it off to Hunter Hammond. There's a little miscommunication there, incomplete. Second and 10.
2: I like the complete. play call, and I like Hammond Hammonds getting 10. open there. But just The ball was a little underthrown, but if he would have caught that, that's, that would have probably been a first down
3: and then something.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Jacob. And a great play call by the Bulldogs defense. They're bringing a little bit of corner blitz um, from each side. And I almost got to the quarterback before he could dump it off. And they got there so quick, I don't think Hunter was expecting that thing yet. And so now to bring up second and 10. Deloitte in the backfield with two running backs. Baker and Hammonds, two receivers set out to the near side. He takes the snap. It's going to be a fake handoff, and it's going to be a quarterback power up the middle. And Pacey looked like he might have got two yards. That's going to bring up third and long.
2: Yeah, Woody was Woody was coming in hot from his defensive end position. And let me tell you, if I would have had a defensive end that size, I would have ran too.
1: Yeah, I would have had too. <laughs>
2: Understand that.
1: One checking a guy in. Baker will check out. I think that's Cameron Hammonds Getting some younger guys involved. You want to get get them some playing time here late in the season, this is a great time to do them and just get them
3: involved, you
1: know. So Deloach in the backfield with two running backs. He's going to take the snap. He's going to drop back to pass. Pressure from Woody He steps up in the pocket. There's a flag, and I think that's going to be holding on the Wolves. It ain't going to matter. Intercepted, and he would have had six if Pacey wouldn't have caught up with, and that was Joshua Combs on the pick. And this might be defensive hands to the face,
3: but it could have been
1: holding. We're we'll awake to call. Another big call here.
2: And that's
1: what it's going to be, Blake. It's going to be. The figured it was holding. So that's two interceptions for this Wolves offense so far. Less than five minutes into the game. Down six. They had some momentum driving. Turned the ball over. Great interception there by Combs. If he'd have been a little bit faster, he'd have had six. But the uh, Bulldogs will take over at the Wolves 49. And if you're the Wolves, you got to get a stop here.
2: Yeah, you need a big stop.
1: Yep. Because they have all the momentum. The crowd's silent. You gotta get this crowd back in the game. They trot back onto the field. Tolls under center. He takes a snap and it's gonna be a fake handoff. He's got guys wide open down the field. That's gonna be a catch and that is six points right there. Wide open. Not a man in sight. And that was number seven right there on that catch. Chandler Winston. So, about four and a half minutes into this game, Wolves down 12 to nothing, and they're going to try to make it 14 to nothing here as the offense will stay on the field, it looks like.
2: There wasn't a defender from here to Shelby County on that play. I mean, that I, I was just a mental mistake by the defense, leaving somebody that wide open.
1: They didn't even have to sell the play action. That was a horrible job by Toll selling the play action, but he didn't have to because his guys were – Open down the field. He just lobbed it up. Cadence Barrett was probably fifteen yards in front of him and and uh so that's six. Tolls under center, sends a man in motion. It's a flip toss. And they're gonna stop it short of the goal line. So they headed it off to the big hefty. And I don't forgot his name, Jacob. We have him here on the roster, but
2: Yeah, their roster is in ABC order instead of numerical
1: order. That is, so.
2: That was uh, Willie Baker. Willie Baker,
1: number 22, yeah. Willie Baker was stopped short, so the lead will stand at 12-0. And the Bulldogs wasting no time trotting their kicking team out on the field. And the Wolves are definitely going to have to get a spark going on offense, and they can't afford another turnover, Jacob. Pacey's thrown three interceptions so far, one of them negated by a pass interference. But um, you got to win the turnover battle, and so far they're negative two in that, and those two turnovers have turned into 12 points.
2: Uh, yeah, hopefully the mistakes are behind us. We need to make them be behind us, we need to move the ball downfield and we need to score really bad right now. Yeah,
1: we do, Jacob. That crowd is is excited, and that band is loud. The kick is going to be one deep down the middle. It's going to be filled up by Baker at the 10. He's to the 15, to the 20, to the 25, to the 30. He'll power his way to about the 33-yard line. And so that's where the Wolves will take over. If you can hear anything, that band's probably 60, 70 yards away from us, and it's loud, Jacob.
2: They sound good, though. uh, I don't know if you saw this, but there should have been a flag thrown the pile was well, you know, the play was well over, and another Lafayette player just came and dumped in the pile. Everybody in the stadium saw it. Every coach was asking for a penalty. Nothing called there.
1: No, Jacob. You remember, you had to call fair catches inside the 20 for player safety, but you, they'll let the officials will let the play go on five seconds after it should have been blown dead. That's football logic for you there. Tasty takes the snap, and he's being blitzed, and, um, Throws over to the left side of the field. It's incomplete. And I bring him second down. and I, I want to give a shout out there to to uh, the defender for the Bulldogs. It could have just waylaid uh, Pacey Pace right, Pace right Pace there, the but Woody, the big guy, backed off and didn't make a dirty hit. You like to see that in ball because he could have and got away with it as well.
2: Yeah, that's a name you're going to hear us say a lot tonight. He's probably their best defensive player, and he's going to give us fits all night, you got to find an answer for him.
1: That you do. For those of you just tuning in, Wolves down 12 to nothing, facing a second and 10 from their own 33-yard line. Just over five minutes, or just five minutes exactly into the game. Pace is in the backfield. He's going to take the snap. It's going to be a fake handoff. He's going to run around the right side of the field. Handkerchief's on the ground, and he lost four yards. Probably going to be a hold again.
2: And that, if it is a hold, that goes back to those carry. mental mistakes. Plays That's something play you play can't play can't afford to happen in this game.
1: If you can't, we'll await the call from the official. That's going to be holding on the offense. Penalties decline. That'll bring up third and fourteen. And that shows you the respect that it's. Lafette Bulldog team has in the Wolves'
2: offense. Need a a, a good pass play right here. Let's see what Limbaugh draws up on third and long.
1: That's right. Got to get points here on this third and long. Pacing the backfield. Two backs with him. Two receivers split out to the near side. Takes the snap. Looking to throw. Dumps it off to Evan Baker in his hands. Dropped it. And uh, that will bring up fourth down, and you'll see the punt team come
8: out. Yeah, that was
2: unfortunate for the Wolves right there. That was a big possession because you're already down two scores, and now you need to come up with a stop.
1: Yeah, we got a score update for you from the Calmer Tigers, and uh, they're up 12-8 to over Vincent right now um, early in that game as well. So we'll keep you updated with other scores. As we'll be in touch with David and Jeremy as well.
2: Yeah, we should be hearing from Mr. David McCurley shortly.
1: Yep, we should, as they made the long trip to Pike County today. Levi gets the snap. Man, that's high over his head. Oh, man, he was running and in a hurry, and that was a bad punt. It didn't even get to the line of scrimmage, but he was running to get that ball. That was a horrible snap. And so that'll be great field possession for the Lafette Bulldogs. Mm, hate to see that, Jacob. He's such a great punter. They could have given him a good snap, could have had a 50-yard punt.
2: Yeah, well, you know who was snapping that ball, and we I don't want to say we jinxed him last night, but that was a bad snap. And that's a rare bad snap for the Wolves.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I jinxed him. Or he might be upset because I was talking about Alabama last night. (laughs) But uh, the Wolves are going to take a timeout, talk things over. We're going to take one with them. You're listening to the football game of the week on the Vettel Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union.
12: You need a local insurance agent. Someone that lives in your community. Someone that can be there at the drop of a hat. Like a good neighbor. State Farm Agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm Agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm Agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga. Online at (laughs) albesteers.net.
6: Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready for free. Enroll in the Ready to Work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2017 to enroll. Classes are free and offered online. Don't let this free online training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2017 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free online class. Call 256-378-2017. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success.
0: Listening to Fayetteville High School football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Cusa Fine's Federal Credit Union. Now back to the stadium.
1: Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by surprise Federal Credit Union, Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett on the call. As We're coming back. tolls gives a handoff to Walton around the right side. He runs over quite a few guys, and he'll pick up mm, about five yards on the carry. i to bring up second and four for him, but uh, if, had it not been for that bad snap falling on the ground, Jacob, he might have got a bigger gain than that, but Wolves catch a lucky break there. Yeah. Tolls under center, takes a snap, handoff up the middle to Walton, who's touched in the backfield, not taking down. Spin moves the guy, still rumbling ahead, and he picks up about eight, nine yards um, well enough to move the sticks, the first and 10 for the Bulldogs.
2: This is where you need to make a stop. You can't get down three scores early, in the fans just having their way. With the
1: Fayetteville defense. That they are, Jacob. This Fayetteville team is not showing any signs of life this evening. And they better show some in a hurry. You don't want to go down three possessions here in the first quarter at home or else it will make for a long night. Five minutes and 30 seconds left to go in this first quarter. Lafette up 12. They're driving the ball. Tolls gets the snaps. It's going to be a handoff up the middle to the fullback. Well, Powers way forward for about a six-yard gain. That was Joshua Combs on the carry. Excuse me. No, that was not Joshua Combs on the carry there. That was Donovan Floyd. I couldn't quite get his number.
2: Yeah, i tell you what, though. You can add these Lafayette running backs to the list of good running backs we've played all year.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Walton is huge. And uh, he can run over guys. He can juke them. He can spin. I mean, it's... Uh, Running game for Lafette
2: is uh,
1: hard to stop. Tulls gets the snap, hands it off left side to Walton, who will run over two guys, making a tackle at the same time, not touched into the end zone. That's six more for the Wolves. I mean, for the Bulldogs. So eighteen to nothing. They'll try it out there and probably attempt another two-point conversion. And the uh, Wolves now down three scores.
2: Yeah, that's, that's what you couldn't afford to happen. Now you're down three scores, so you're playing behind the eight ball with, with four minutes to go in the first quarter.
1: Yep. Going to make for a long night for the Wolves if they can't get a spark going. Going to try to get these two points back. Tolls under center going to be a toss to Walton. Dakota Ogle just comes in there and just blasts Tolls. They're probably gonna call off sides, but no, they're gonna call a false start, and uh, that'll, back Bulldogs, that'll back them up to the eight-yard line. So eighteen to nothing, they're gonna try to make it twenty to nothing here with four thirty left to go in
2: the first quarter. You think we might see the Bulldogs try to kick here? Or are they gonna try to get those two points back? Nah,
1: they'll try to get these two points back. That first kick that they tried didn't didn't really go their way, so. And so they'll come out in a shotgun set. Receivers split out to each side. Toes in the backfield. Takes a snap. It's going to be a counter to Walton, who will get a loss of two, and it won't matter. And that'll make it 18 to nothing, and that's the, that'll stand. And So we'll take a quick break. you are listen to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union.
12: Ever wonder why your friends are all members of CUSA Pines Federal Credit Union? It's the low auto loan rates, great checking accounts, and digital services with no fees. But most of all, it's the people helping people philosophy of caring for its members and communities. That's why CUSA Pines was voted Best Credit Union, Best Auto Loan, and Best Financial Planning in the CUSA Valley for 2021. And why we say CUSA Pines is where you belong. Find CUSA Pines FCU on Facebook. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender.
0: the listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Cousa Pines Federal Credit
1: Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Pines Federal Credit Union. Bulldogs boot one deep to the walls as they just went up 18 to nothing, and Deloach is going to take the ball from about the 10. He's going to get out to about... The 25-yard line, that's where this Wolves offense was set up, and uh, Jacob, just so far, has been a a horrible, horrible play by this Wolves team on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Two interceptions and a punt that made it back to the line of scrimmage, so they definitely got to get something going here, Jacob, or, or it might get real ugly real quick.
2: Yeah, it's been all Bulldogs all the way, so the Wolves need to find something on offense here, and they need to find it if they want to save their
1: season. That they do, Jacob. Season on the line. Pacey takes the snap, drops back. He's going to fire to Caden Sparrow. It's caught. And he actually stiff-arms a guy. Caden's still on his feet. And he picks up probably about a 17-yard gain. He gets it out to about the 47-yard line. That's first down.
2: That right there is a textbook definition on what it means to not give up on a play. Wait till the whistle blows. Keep your feet moving. I swear he had about maybe a good six or seven yards with three Bulldog defenders on his back.
1: And we're like twice his size too. So that just shows you the fight of some of these young guys and he will be returning for next season. So Deloachan in the backfield with one running back, two receivers to each side. He takes the snap. He's got pressure. He's running around, running for his life, steps up, evades a few more defenders, still on his feet, and all that work to lose four yards. Now bring him back to the 45-yard line. Yeah,
2: that, that Bulldog defense is just too fast right now, and our offensive line is getting, getting tired because if you look at their defensive line and and the size gap between the two teams, it's starting to pay dividends and it's doing it early.
1: That it is, Jacob, and there's a substantial difference between that offensive line for the Wolves and the defensive line for the Bulldogs. Pacing the backfield, one running back, two receivers split out takes a snap it's going to be a screen to zeke who jukes the man out he's got five yards 10 yards 15 yards he's brought down at the 30 yard line but not before he picks up about 23 yards on the carry finally taken down by joshua combs
2: we talk about the size of the bulldogs one thing they don't have is pint-sized zeke galoach who that size helps him you know be just a little quicker and right there he evaded a few defenders and got a big, big first down. That he
1: did. And I didn't realize Joshua Combs was that fast. It looked like Zeke might be going, and he ran him down. So uh, he's definitely a speedster on that side of the ball. And I remember calling his name last season for him, too. Zeke, I mean, Pacey takes a snap, hand off to Hunter Hammonds up the middle, and he might have got two yards, yard and a half. Man, this running game just all year hadn't been able to get it going.
2: Yeah, Limbaugh's trying to get it established, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you, this ain't the team to try to get that no.
1: established with. Maybe next week you might can get it going, maybe against Childersburg, but against this Lafette Bulldog team, you're not going to be able to run the football unless it's a delayed give after the pressure's been there. Because, you see, I, I've been seeing they're sending guys around the outside. You just give a little delayed handoff, and it's opening up the middle of that field. Two receivers to each side, pacing the backfield with him as He takes the snap, pressure again, running around. Get right over, get right about thrown down by his arm after about a, a six-yard loss. That'll bring up third and, well, that was more than six yards. They'll say that's about a nine-yard loss. So third and 20 here, Jacob. What do you dial up?
2: You're going to have to pass the ball, and unfortunately the Bulldogs know that's what's coming too.
1: Yep, but this gonna...
2: is a third down you have to try to convert.
1: Yeah, you've got to try to get this one, Jacob, because if you don't, man, you're just adding fuel to the fire for, for this fit Bulldogs team. in the backfield, takes a snap. He's got pressure coming. Blitz, he's taken down for another sack. Loss of three back to the 44, and he's slow to get up after that one. And uh, so he'll trot to the sidelines. and i to bring up Levi Phillips to, to punt this one deep. And maybe he can get a better snap and have a little bit more to work with here.
2: Yeah, this is where you can flip the field if you're Levi Phillips. But, yes, it starts with a, a good snap. But, you know, when Levi punts the football, he is probably one of the best punters around.
1: Yeah, he's definitely the best punter in the area. No yeah. doubt about it. Well, he's sitting back to boot this one. Standing at his own 43-yard line. Great snap that time. Not so great of a kick, though, and the ball will land about the 22-yard line. That's where the Bulldogs will take over when we come back. Listen to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Velt Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines, Federal Credit Union. The great Joe Namath said, football is a team
12: game. So is life. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union proudly supports the broadcasts of area high school athletics on radio, social media, and through the Radio Alabama Sports app. Enjoy B.B. Comer, Fayetteville Childersburg, and Silicaga football this season, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. On and off the field, Coosa Pines is here to help you reach your goals. Find them on Facebook, federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender.
0: listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the
1: stadium. Welcome back to the Fayetteville Football Game of the Week on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Bulldogs up 18 to nothing, getting the ball back. as this first quarter is wind, winding down. And it'll probably be the last play they tried to throw a little trickery at the Wolves way. Tolls dropped back to pass. Wolves weren't fooled. That's a loss of 10 yards and that'll end the first quarter.
2: Yeah, that was probably the best defensive play from the Wolves all night so far.
1: That it was, Jacob, and I know the Wolves are wanting to put this first quarter behind them after the way they played, man. This, this thing ain't looking good, but we'll see if they can get something going. We'll take a quick break as they Gather yeah, on the sidelines. You're to the Felt Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Cushman's Federal Credit Union.
14: Hi, I'm Robin Angelo, director of Cousa Valley MRI, business recipient of the American College of Radiology Accreditation and Joint Commission Best Practice Awards. Our vision, mission, and values at Cusa Valley MRI is part of our working platform of excellence that you deserve. COVID infection control measures are in place to keep you as safe as possible so you can focus on what is important, your MRI exam. Schedule your appointment today. Learn more at CousaValleyMRI.com.
15: Silicaga and surrounding areas. Are you ready to level up? Then it's time to join the VIP club at Toyota of Silicaga. That's right. It's time for you to be a VIP. When you join the Toyota of Silicaga VIP club, you will receive seven years of oil changes, complimentary tire rotations, three-day exchange policy, $500 off your next purchase, 10% off parts and service, and much, much more. What's that? You want to know how much it costs to join our VIP club? Absolutely zero. That's right. You get all of these amazing benefits at no cost to you. That's $3,495 in benefits. And don't forget about Toyota of Silicaga's team of credit specialists here to get you approved. Because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. So if you are ready to level up, come join the VIP club at Toyota of Silicaga for $3,495 in benefits at no cost to you. Remember, you're not just a number. You are part of the family at Toyota of Silicaga. 397-65-HIGHWAY-280. Toyota of Silicaga.com. We're worth the drive, and we will prove it with approved credit. See dealer for details
1: welcome back to the action and uh we'll see what the wolves do here as they just gave up a huge play on the end around sweep right there to joshua Combs, and well they were at their about their own 11 yard line that play picks up holly i mean probably about 20 yards and That'll Excuse me, about 25 yards. They'll they'll set up now, and for a first and ten, just a few seconds into the second quarter, up 18, looking to to extend that lead, and line up at the 38 yard line, facing a first down.
2: Yeah, Combs has been giving this defense fits all night, and we we're here for a long night.
1: That we are, Jacob. And That's going to be a handoff up the middle to the fullback that time, and that was number 12 on the carry. Whom's number I do not have. Yes, I do, Landon Edwards. Again, like Jacob said, they do their roster in alphabetical order four, instead of numerical order. It makes it a little confusing. Second of four from their own 44. Tolls under center. Gonna take the snaps, Gonna give it off to Edwards again. Edwards fights for, and he's gonna be about three, about two feet short of that first down marker.
2: And another thing, we apologize. They, they do have names on their roster, but some of the, some of them don't have numbers. And, uh, we're trying to scratch around and see who we have, and some of them we just don't have.
1: Well, some of them we don't have, and and uh, that's just the way that it is sometimes, but. Jacob, you hate to say it's over before it's over, but they score here. This thing's go. This it's over. Yeah,
2: you're going to go down four scores early in the second quarter. I mean, don't give up. You, mathematically, you're pretty much out of it.
1: Yep, that you are, Jacob. Tolls under center again. going to be a handoff to Walton up the middle. Runs over a few guys. He's still going. He, he evaded like six tackles, and he's gone to the end zone now for a touchdown.
3: It's kind of a bad picture. Mm-hmm. It's my
10: son. He's got a ball out. So if anybody
8: sees him, careful okay, on right Gone
10: for four days.
1: Okay. Can I take a shot I was driving by. All right. Thank you for letting us know, sir. All right. All okay, what did you say his name was? Colton Snacky. Colton Snacky. Yes, so if anybody has any contact with him, you know, just uh, contact the local authorities for him so that way they can uh, can locate him. So, yep. we Give anybody out there listening just just spread the word for that one, and uh, thank you. no problem, sir. You have a great rest of your evening. But um, using you know, if we can use our platform to help reach others and and uh, help him and we'll uh, find his son. You know that's what we'll do. So everybody just be on the lookout for him. And so that's a failed two point conversion for Lafette, and they still have not been able to convert. Um. A single PA attempt here in this game, but I don't think it's really gonna matter when you're up twenty four to nothing in the second quarter. So Jacob, what do you do if you're the Wolves in this situation?
2: Make something happen. Yep. I mean your offense is playing flat right now, your defense is playing flat right now. You just gotta step up and make plays.
1: Yeah, this is kinda similar to the Vincent game. You come out a team that you're pretty evenly matched with and You just come out playing a little sluggish. Before you know it, you're down a few scores in the second quarter. So let's see what they can do to right this ship, Jacob, and possibly get back in the game make it close. So they're teeing up the ball. And they'll get this kick deep to the Wolves. 9.58 left to go before the half. Up 24. This one's booted deep. Baker fields it, and he dropped it, and it bounced perfectly back up to him. And, man, he is plastered at the 25-yard line. Wow, what a hit there by the LaFent defenders. I mean, that was a hard hit, Jacob.
2: That's that that size of the Bulldogs we're talking about. That was an effortless tackle. But because of the size difference, it looked like a big tackle. And I don't
1: have his number, but, wow, what a lick. And I bring up first and 10 for the Wolves at their own 23-yard line. Gotta get something going here. Offense has had no life so far in this game and the scoreboard shows it.
2: Yeah, this is where you need to start building the momentum for your offense.
1: That's right, take the crowd, the visiting crowd out of the game. And whistles well, blown. John Limbaugh's gonna take a time out. I guess we'll take one with him. Let's do the Federal football, football Game of the Week on the Football Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. In life and football,
12: there is a lot of hype, but eventually, the champions rise to the top. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union has been rated five stars for over 27 years and was voted Best Credit Union, Best Auto Loans, and Best Financial Planning out of more than 100,000 votes cast in the 2021 Best of the Coosa Valley Awards. When it comes to service, Coosa Pines leaves it all on the field. Find us on Facebook, federally insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.
14: I'm Robin Angelo, director of Cousa Valley MRI, business recipient of the American College of Radiology Accreditation and Joint Commission Best Practice Awards. Our vision, mission, and values at Cusa Valley MRI is part of our working platform of excellence that you deserve. COVID infection control measures are in place to keep you as safe as possible so you can focus on what is important, your MRI exam. Schedule your appointment today. Learn more at CusaValleyMRI.com.
0: to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosapines Federal
1: Credit Union. Now back to the stadium. Welcome back to the action here on the Federal Football Game of the Week on the February Sports Network, presented by Coosa Federal Credit Union. And uh Jacob the Wolves gotta get something going here as they just throw off the hands on the slant, drop pass, that's gonna be a pick six. For the Bulldogs, didn't see that coming. Trenton Tucker, good hands by him, as that was a blatant drop. Great throw by Pacey Loach. And uh, Solly Brooks just let that one slip off his fingers. And we'll see if this flag will bring it back, but I don't think it will. I think that's going to stand.
2: Yeah, this ain't looking good if you're a fan of the Fayetteville Wolves right now. You're fixing to go down five scores if this play stands. Man. And we're not even at halftime yet.
1: No. Worst performance so far of the season, Jacob.
2: It's a personal foul on the Wolves, so it will stand
1: and be tacked on to the kickoff. So makes your new score 30 to nothing, Lafette Bulldogs, who have came in here and had no problem doing yeah, inserting in the their wheel.
8: Against the Wolves, the touchdown will stand, and the 15 yards will be walked off on the kickoff.
1: Yep, they will enforce it on the kickoff. So, so right now we got a score update from the Childersburg Tigers. They're up twenty-one to seven with six thirty-six left to go until halftime. And man, Johnny Johnson's doing a great job with those guys over there. Really got them to buy into the program. Just a great guy. Looking forward for looking forward to these two teams matching up the wolves and them. End the season, a great bunch of guys over there. Tolls in the backfield takes a snap. He's going to fire a screen pass that's picked off by the Wolves. And um, since high school football is ignorant and the people who make rules don't know what they're doing, they don't let you return one, and that would have been two points for Atticus Jacks. But, you know. So
2: that's
1: that's four points taken off the
2: board for the Wolves, if you know. Go down that route. So whoever you are out there that makes
1: high school football rules, you don't know what you're doing and you suck at your job.
2: <laughs> you need to go back and reconsider those rules, because I mean, that could be game-changing plays.
1: Right oh yeah, now. I mean, if you've got a tied ball game late in the game and you you do that, I mean, you're like you said, that, ch- that changes the whole dynamic versus blowing it dead.
2: Yeah ultimately right now you're down six scores so that wouldn't have mattered right now anyways. If it was a close game, yeah, that would be a reason to be upset for the to the rules makers but yes, I do see where you're coming from. A good reason to be upset. and We need we need to make something happen.
1: Well, like you said, it's not going to be a difference outcome with this game obviously.
2: Well, maybe, some, maybe we yeah. came down the road.
1: But uh, the Wolves can still get in this thing with four scores and, and four two-point conversions but it's going to be a deep kick. Zeke's going to field it at the 10. He's going to be at the 15 to the 20. He keeps fighting, and he gets out to about the 30. So right now the Wolves are not playing where they want to be. Um, I don't know if you can credit a receiver with an interception, but uh, right now Pacey has two picks. It'll go down to three, but really only two of them are his fault. And uh, really, Well, really one of them is his fault, but... And well, we'll credit Solid Brooks with that other interception.
2: Yeah, but those are mistakes you can't afford to make right now, so we need to get something going offensively, and it needs to start with this drive.
1: You need to chew a lot of clock off here and just see if you can get six on the board. So Pacey's in the backfield, Hunter Hammond, three receivers to the far side, one to the near. He takes the snap. It's going to be a handoff up the middle. And he's taken down for about a two-yard loss, a three-yard loss. 11, on the Got to game. bring up second to 13, we'll second to just over three and a half minutes into this second quarter. And, and um Wolves are scoreless so far. Haven't been shut out in a game yet this year.
2: Yeah, and this is, this is the drive. You've got to make something happen, and going backwards is not the way you want to go.
1: That's right. This Wolves team needs to go down to Allen Brew Market and get some fuel for their body on this offensive side of the ball. And as I said, that it's going to be a penalty flag. Looks like it's going to be encroachment on the defense, and that'll give them five yards.
2: False start on the offense. I think our receivers are in. In motion, I think you had like three or four of them in motion. But, I mean, Lafayette did jump too. It's just whoever the referee saw first. Mm-hmm.
1: I think either way you could go with this one because there was movement. And it, it did the Wolves cause them to jump? And they'll say the Wolves did. So that will back them up five more yards.
2: The so five more yards. they're
1: going in reverse,
2: Jacob. Well, I guess we need to call up to Freight and get them to the end zone. Yep. I agree. And we need to expedite it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We need to get something moving them to the end zone because 30 to nothing through a quarter and a half play is not great. Pacey steps back, fires one this time, caught by Solid Brooks for a zero yard gain. That'll bring up third and 17.
2: Yeah, and th- this Fayetteville offense is just getting outmatched by the fast, complete, Bulldog complete defense. And I mean, I had a feeling it on, was coming, just not this bad. Because we have playmakers that can make plays when they need to, but this is probably one of the better Lafayette defenses I've seen in a long time.
1: Yep. That it is, Jacob. And this is probably one of the best defenses this Wolves team has seen all year. And they say defense wins championships. And this will solidify Lafette with a playoff uh, berth with his win this evening. Jacob could put him five and three on the season. So Deloach gets the snap, drops back to pass. He's running. He fires one deep, and Levi was pulled down and flag thrown as it should have been. Receiver. I mean, the, excuse me. The official didn't have to think about that one, as uh, he was jersey tugged, fell, thrown to the ground. That'll be a first down for the Wolves.
2: Hildy flags on the plate. I like the I like the call that we're about to get from the referees, but we can't keep getting first downs because yep. of the flag. We've You've gotta, gotta earn, earn a
1: first down. Agreed, Jacob. And uh this Wolves team was moving the ball early and a couple of interceptions turned the It's like we got a Wolves player on the field and it's like he's down and hurting so we'll take a quick break and listen to the fell Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosa Federal Credit Union.
0: You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium.
1: Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. And uh, tough blow there for the Wolves. They lose Hunter Hammond and He is not coming back tonight. Don't want to speculate, but the lower body injury had to be helped off the field. And so hopefully he'll heal up and it won't be too bad of an injury, but he will not be returning to this game this evening.
2: And apparently they're going to call that one of the smaller pass interference penalties because it's still third down.
1: Yep. So. So. They moved the ball to the 35-yard line, but a false start will move it back to the 30. Yeah,
2: the And so that
1: will bring them back to first and 15. The,
2: the, the defensive end was kind of kind of moving around to kind of shake Solly Brooks off, and Solly fell for it, and that, that's how we got that false start.
1: Yep, so again, going in reverse. Whoa, I thought this was first down, Jacob.
2: No, that's why I said it was one of the smaller pass interference calls, and it was a still third down.
1: Just when I thought these officials actually knew how to do their job, I realized they didn't. Pacey drops back to pass. He's being flushed, and he's taken down for about a 10 yard loss. And so that'll bring on the punt team. And Jacob, not that this is going to make a difference in this game, but, I mean, how do you, how do you, how can you be that bad at calling? If it's a pass interference, it's 15 yards and a first down. And, Every time, And that was a blatant pass Yeah, it opinion. was more than five yards down the field. It wasn't defensive holding. It was about 15 yards from the line of scrimmage. should have been called. And if, if they break out the field, they're going to be like, what are y'all guys doing? Because I don't even know what they're doing. It don't make no sense. They don't even know what they're doing. No, they don't. But uh, not that it's going to make a difference in this game. But bad call. So... See what they decide to do. It looks like John Limbaugh is going to take a timeout, so we'll take one with him. and get us to the federal football game of the week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Acosta Pines Federal Credit Union.
12: Ever wonder why your friends are all members of CUSA Pines Federal Credit Union? It's the low auto loan rates, great checking accounts, and digital services with no fees. But most of all, it's the people helping people philosophy of caring for its members and communities. That's why CUSA Pines was voted Best Credit Union, Best Auto Loan, and Best Financial Planning in the CUSA Valley for 2021. And why we say CUSA Pines is where you belong. Find CUSA Pines FCU on Facebook. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender.
9: We'll be right back. right back. You've always said half lemonade, half sweet tea. Now you can just say Sunjoy. Swing by your local Chick-fil-A today and enjoy the same great taste of Chick-fil-A lemonade and freshly brewed sweetened iced tea with a new name, Sunjoy. Get yours today at Chick-fil-A Silicaga.
6: Register now for free lunch Friday from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. You could win free lunch for up to eight in your office from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. Visit Mix1065radio.com for more details and to register
0: you're listening to the Fayetteville Sports Network presented by Radio Alabama Sports now back to the action
1: welcome back to the football game of the week on the Fayetteville Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union so uh that was a, a great punt by Levi Phillips, man. That thing went so high, Mike could have touched the top of the carrier dome. And uh so not too far of a kick, but it had a bad bounce, but... It rolled for about ten yards, but that the uh, LaFette Bulldogs take over to forty-seven halfway through the second quarter, up thirty nothing. And speaking of the carry Dome, the I Clemson Tigers are uh, are playing there tonight, and I think they're going to come out with a win. And right now they got a fourteen to seven lead at halftime, and everybody's giving up on Clemson this year, and they're out of the playoffs, but they're going to win out. Takes a snap. Toll's going to hand it to Walton around the left side. He's got five. He's got 10. He's got 15. He's got 20. He's gone. Touchdown Bulldogs. And I don't know what the stats are for Walton, but he is running at his own will this evening, and I don't put it 36 to nothing midway through the second quarter, awaiting the PA attempt. You
2: know, I wonder if the film they got, From Lafette will happen to have been the Vincent game because they're finding the edge. Just like it reminds me of Vincent, they're finding the edge, and once they turn that edge, they're just having having a field day out there.
1: That they are, Jacob. That they are. They had to find that field because that's what Vincent done to them, and that's what this Lafette Bulldog team is is doing to them. So, see if they can show a sign of life, but. Shutout is, is not where you want to be. Sends a man in motion. Tolls throws it to the end zone. It's batted down, so there's a flag on the field, however.
2: Might be retrying this one. I didn't quite see who that was on, though, so we'll have uh, to wait, wait and see.
1: I'm not sure, Jacob. So. Waving the flag off. Oh, it'll stand. So they've scored five, t- six touchdowns and have yet to kick an extra point or a field goal or, or a convert a two-point conversion. Jacob, so.
2: Well, we're showing them we can stop them on two-point conversions. Yeah. We need to stop them. Hey, when they're
1: time. trying to play this team, they better whip out the film of Febble's, uh two-point conversion cover because that's got to be some kind of record, Jacob.
2: And we stopped what five now. Yeah, six. Six,
1: and uh, so your score will stand at the Bulldogs 36, Bevel nothing. As we try to get some updates around, again Comer's up 20 to eight right now. That was the last score we had, and Childersburg was up 21 to seven. So we'll wait some uh, some more scores as they come in, and they're getting ready to boot this one deep. Baker and Deloach, back deep to return. This one's going to be a short kick. it at the 30, out to the 40. And that's where they'll be stopped. I think that was Cole Hardy on the return there. So, Wolves got pretty good field position starting this one out.
2: Yeah. Great job by you up, man. Somebody that don't normally get a kickoff return, but that was a short kickoff and gave that little kid a chance to run the football, got a nice little return Seven. out of it. Yep.
1: So, see if this offense can get something going, as they've crossed the fifty two times and not anything has come of it so far. So we'll see what they can do here. Alright. So, They're going to line up in the eye formation. Deloach under center. He's going to take the snap. It's going to be a handoff to the fullback. Up the middle, Cadence Barrett breaks a, about a 25-yard run before, and he keeps going, gets two
2: more yards. Wow, what a play his feet were off the ground and when they put him back on the ground he kept on going what wow great play trent
1: and tucker had all he could handle right there by cadence baird as he picks up 25 yards and that was a great play but you needed that about six drives ago
2: yeah i'll tell you what I, once again that's the way to not give up on a play like i said he was probably three feet off the ground and when they put him back down just like a jet taking off yeah he
1: just kept on running and uh, so right now we've got a score update from Childersburg. They're up 29-7 to at halftime, and they can hold on to that one. I'm not sure how many wins that puts them on the season, but that'll add to the total as Baker gets the handoff around the left side. He got about a yard, and it looks like he's cramping. And so... Looks like Brody Nolan picks him up and says, you'll be all right. And so he, he walks away.
2: That'll, that'll be back to what you were talking about. I think that'll be Tulesburg's fourth win of the season.
1: Wow. So getting their fourth win. And, and uh, so that's great, man. Johnny Johnson, like I said, on the up and coming over there. And just a really great guy. A standout guy. I mean, I really like Johnny Johnson. I don't get to interact with him that much when I do. Just always respectful. Great guy. So Pacey lined up on her center for the second and nine attempt. Takes a snap. It's going to be a handoff up the middle again to Cadence Barrett, who broke another big run down to the 20-yard line for a first down.
2: This is that running game we've been looking for. This might be a little too late, but, hey, we're moving the football.
1: That's right. Well, you know, even though the Wolves won't make the playoffs now, they still have an opportunity to knock off a rival in Childersburg at the end of the year.
2: And he get a big win on
1: the road next week. Yeah, that's right. Carry momentum in the next season. So, Pacey's is going to be under center. Two receivers to the near side. Takes a snap. This time it's going to be a fake handoff. He's running around, and he's got his brother Zeke wide open. Touchdown, Wolves!
2: Oh, great. Pitch and catch by the Deloach brothers right there. Pacey was almost borderline line of scrimmage when he threw that. But, hey, that's six points on the scoreboard, and that takes away the shutout.
1: That it does, Jacob. And so
2: even though you're still down by 30 points,
1: it's not 36 to nothing, it's 36 to 6, and this crowd gets a little bit of life going.
2: And the uh, cheerleaders are throwing the plastic footballs. That was always a, a highlight of going to a high school football that game it was, was a kid. They're going to throw one. I thought we were going to get
1: one there, but we wouldn't. If I catch it, I'll just give it to a kid, though.
2: Oh, it was one coming our way.
1: Ah, oh, just a little bit short.
2: Intercepted by Madison White. <laughs> Great <laughs> yeah. by him.
1: Yeah, we're, we're going to miss seeing him next year. He's, he's sat in front of us a few times. Just a good dude, man. I like having him around.
2: Yeah. Uh, trying to get us a football here see if one comes our door. way.
1: Yep. I don't think we're going to get one, but Levi Phillips converts that extra point. And that'll make it 36 to 7. And, uh, so, not wasting any time. If Fett says we want the ball back, they might try to score again. We'll probably start seeing their second teamers.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, the next time we score, we'll ask Madison's daddy if he can catch us a football <laughs> or something.
1: There you go. Yeah, he caught quite a few there on that one. And, uh, you needed that one earlier. But, you got to get them when you can. Sometimes, better ne- late than never It ain't always the case, and it wasn't in this situation. So, Wolves will kick off here. You might see an onside kick, a little trickery by John Limbaugh.
2: Yeah. You never know. We're, I don't know, Blake. We're in the first half. We might play field position
3: here.
1: Might do it. But you never know with John Limbaugh. Let's see what the what Levi'll do is getting his kicking team ready here.
8: Levi
1: Phillips. I think you're going to stay on side right here, Jacob. Especially with this Wolves team having smaller guys and then up on the front. Levi stepping up, and it's going to be a short little kick across the middle of the field, and they're going to have to go and get that thing and. Down to the 30, he's out to the 35, breaks the corner to the 30, 40, to the 45, to the 50, across midfield, taking down to the 46. There is a the flag, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be holding, and that will bag him up 10 yards.
2: And uh Pace of the loaches is on the sideline, slow to get
8: up. I have an injured wolf on the play. On flags on the play.
3: Yep.
1: He is slow to get up. And hobbling over there, waiting to call here, see what they'll do. And, uh, man, wow, what a first-half performance by this Lafette Bulldogs team, though. They came out and played their brand of football. and It is work. And that was a block in the back, so that'll back them up 10 yards help the Wolves out a little bit as Pacey's walking over to the sideline. I can't tell, but looks like he's in a little bit of pain, so we might see him set out a couple of series. We're four minutes left to go for the half, and the Wolves are down 36-7. to seven. You know, Jacob, Comer's actually doing alumni night this evening.
2: It's homecoming, too.
1: Yep. Sure is. After the penalty, the boy and, um, ten I didn't know that they actually let the cheerleaders come down there and cheer with the uh, with the people who used to be cheerleaders. I told uh, my wife, I was like, that is totally 13th-grader stuff right there. Yeah, yeah.
2: well, I, you know, the alumni band plays, too. I did that a few years, but now I'm on the on radio for the Wolves, and I, I'd rather be here, Blake.
1: Absolutely. Uh, that is going to be blown dead, false start. And, uh, yeah, Jacob, I would rather be here calling games with you even though we're getting
2: slaughtered right now. But we're going to give you every play until the clock strikes. And we're also, quarter.
1: when a player from another team does something good, we're going to call his name and we're going to give him recognition because we're not Eli Gold and we're not sore winners like the people in Tuscaloosa
3: are.
2: Yeah, that kind of upset me last week. And Brittany's sitting right here to my right. She, she uh, kind of heard my brunt on my while I was on my soapbox about that. It was pathetic on his part. It makes me yep. glad to be an Auburn fan. That's something Rod Brambler or Andy Burcham would have never done.
1: No, they wouldn't had and and um rest in peace to Rod Brambler. One of the greatest play callers, play by play guys of all time man. And they'll get those five yards back on the first up uh, first down handoff run the right left side and Comers now extended their lead to twenty six to eight. And uh, still waiting for an update on a uh, Silicaga score. Let's see if we can get one here in a little while. But, yeah, Jacob, back to you, man, or back to what you were saying. Yeah, Rod Bradley, man, he he would have never done that. And I'll tell you, the guy that's doing it now for the Tigers, though, he does a pretty good job.
2: Yeah, Andy Virchel's been there a long time, and he's finally – he got caught up under unfortunate circumstances, but I think he's doing really good with
1: it. I agree. As that's the end around to Joshua Combs, and Wolves defense wasn't having that one, and they stopped him for about a two-yard loss. The the
3: worst
1: uh, that'll bring up third and twelve. So this offense team has been running at will. You might see him try to throw the ball right here.
2: Well, speaking of Fayetteville, Blake, and the Auburn Tigers, the Auburn Tigers do travel to Fayetteville, Arkansas tomorrow. They do? uh, I don't know if you saw this, but there's some members of the Auburn Band. You know, Miss Ray is the, or Odom now, the band director. She's an Auburn Band alumni. She's brought some friends with her tonight. Man, that's
1: awesome. They do a great job, that Auburn Martian man, dude. Holly Towns, it tolls, drops back, He he's one deep, and great deflection there by Cadence Barrett falling down. If he not touch that one, that's a catch and probably a touchdown, but followed that ball, knocked that one down, and that'll bring on the punt team. And Yeah, Jacob, uh, I I think Auburn goes in there and gets win. I I don't see Auburn losing another game until the SEC championship. I think they're going to win out and go to Atlanta.
2: If an unranked Texas A&M can beat Alabama, I have faith anybody can beat Alabama.
1: Yeah, agreed. I agree. Well, uh, I I would have to say, unfortunately, this guy in front of us is probably right. Uh, he said the Texas A&M Alabama game was a fluke, and and unfortunately, I think he he's right. But and he is an Auburn fan, so he's coming unbiasedly. But I, I do think that that Auburn has a chance to beat Alabama this year. Because I mean, I don't know. I, I just Alabama just ain't playing great. But that was a false start there on that that call that'll back him up five yards, so bring up fourth and seventeen on the
2: punt. Do you know who's playing great right now? Georgia. Well, their defense is playing great right
1: now. Yeah. You know, Georgia could slaughter Alabama this year, but they're not going to, and the reason they're not is because it's mental with them. They've had Alabama beat so many times, and they just Alabama gets in their head, man. Yeah, they'll probably beat them this year. I mean, oh, bad snap. Wolves get back in back there, but not in time before this one's booted to the 45. Oh, and it's fielded late and picks up about two yards there. Caden Barrett does, but but uh, yeah, you know, Georgia, they just haven't been able to get over that hump mentally. But this is the year I think they can do it, Jacob.
2: Yeah, it's been a it's been a long time since Georgia's won a national championship. Uh, 1980. In yep. fact, was the last time they won one. Could this be the year we see the Bulldogs from Athens pull it off?
1: Yeah. I think it's it's very much possible. And uh, I think Cincinnati's going to win it all, man.
2: And uh, another team from Georgia is winning right now. Can't, can't not mention them. The Atlanta Braves are fixing to play. They're four wins away from going to a World Series. Yeah, And, uh, hey, I'm going
1: to tell you who else is playing good right now. Tennessee. Playing great.
2: Big game against Ole Miss tomorrow That's
1: right, I think they win Pacey drops back to pass, fires one over the middle It's caught by Cameron Hammonds at the 40 He jukes a man out And he's down to about the 36 But yeah, like you were saying, Jake There's just so many good teams this year in the SEC um, The West now with Alabama losing is wide open, man
2: Well, there's 13 good teams in the SEC And then there's Vanderbilt
1: Man, why'd you have to call him out like that, dude? That's just not right.
2: Baseball team. That's my opinion. There, on that's the only reason. I mean, you got to
1: put South Carolina on that on that pendulum too, right now. I would think. Deloach drops back, takes a snap. He's rolling to his right, fires one deep. He's got a man open, and that's caught for a touchdown. Number 22, Zeke Deloach. That's making it 36 to 13. We'll wait an extra point. That'll make it 14. And can the Wolves do the impossible, Jacob?
2: Hold the phone, folks. We might have a game on our fans before it's all said and done. i tell you. A great defensive play. We found something to be able to slow the Bulldogs down, and now we're finding a way to get the ball moving through the air against the Bulldogs. Absolutely. score scored two uh, unanswered touchdowns by the Wolves.
1: That it is, Jacob. And if the Wolves could score one more time here before the half, I know there's less than two minutes to go. If they could make it 14 and then score again, man, this game is right back to being exactly what I've just called it, a game because it wasn't looked like this team was done. They're showing signs of life as they get the snap, snap hole. Kick is not good as it was blocked by Lawson. And I wanted to yell at him, Hey, you can't run it back because they don't know how to make rules. And, uh, but luckily somebody here from the fans told them or the stands told them that they couldn't.
2: So. That'd be the only time we like the rule, to be honest. I still don't like the rule because the big guy had a chance to get him two points, man. Ain't nothing like a big guy touchdown. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love to see big guy touchdowns. I mean, like, I live to see see that kind of stuff. Like, when that Arkansas big 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 old guy uh, ran it in that time, when Arkansas oh, yeah. was, like, garbage, uh, even though they're going to lose their third straight tomorrow, that, that doesn't factor into my opinion on the – love seeing big guys score.
2: Well, now we'll see if they'll throw them plastic footballs again. I'm going to try to get my hands on one because uh, – Little girl sitting down there in the steps with a bunch of her friends drawing pictures. She's she's not into this game this week.
1: No, can't say I blame her after what happened. But the wolves are now showing signs of life. Thirty-six to thirteen at the moment, and you might see onside kick here, Jacob. What you
2: think? Got some momentum?
1: See what you can do.
2: Well, we have a kicker that knows how to kick one, so maybe, maybe we will, Blake.
1: I think it'd be a great call right now. If you could get another score before the half, that would be huge. 20 or 19 or 21, 20, whatever they decide to do after it. If you could do that, man, three straight scores would be. And they're not going to do it. It's going to be deep, filled by Walton at the 15. He's to the 20, he's to the 25, to the 30, and that's where he'll be taken down. That's where they over first down. Wolves have no timeouts left, so you probably won't see them get the ball back here. Ball you'll probably see LeVette trying to get this thing to the half.
2: Well, I think Le- is one of them teams that would rather score before the half. That's what they appear like to me. Yeah, this is a team that we played in high school. i tell you, nothing's changed about this team. They're big, they're fast, and they know how to move the football.
1: The, and they're really physical. This team is uh, very physical, Jacob. Under center, Toll's going to take the snap. going to be a handoff of the middle to Walton. Walton's got five, he's got ten, and he steps out of bounds at the first down marker. Let's see a few guys getting some breathers for the Wolves.
2: And there's a flag on the play. And according to mi- Mr. Uh, Big man for the, Mr. Woody, for the Bulldogs, is going to be on the Fayetteville Wolves because he got a little excited pointing his hands back towards the Wolves, so it's going to be on them. It's a little taunting if you ask me, but, hey, if you're winning this big, it's okay to have fun every now and then, unless you're Vincent. Then, he, you, you know, Vincent Only just took the it too far. For yeah. To go.
1: Oh, that was a penalty against the Bulldogs. That'll back them up. And I'll be first in 20, but yeah, Jacob, the the uh, Vincent Yellow Jackets, they don't know anything about class. Let me tell you what, the only class they know about is the ones that you sit in during the day at school.
8: Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. They're going to be first and 15 for
1: the They're going to, well, excuse me, be first and 15 here for the Bulldogs. A minute to go for the half. Up 36 to 13. Takes the snap, toes, drops back to pass. He's being pressured. He fires one to Joshua Combs, who drops it. And uh,
2: that'll bring up second and 15. I think it's safe to say he heard the footsteps of Cadence Barrett coming, coming for him. <laughs> Broke that cardinal rule, he tried to turn around without the football. Yeah,
1: I was just about to say he took the words out of my mouth. Tried to run without the football, and that ain't going to get you very far um, unless you're trying to block a field goal or something. So, I had to bring up second down, and if the Wolves had timeouts, that'd be great here, but it looks like they may try to throw this thing. and are scoring one more before the half. Takes a snap, there's a flag on the
2: field. And that's gonna be a false start, Jacob. I'll tell you what. Are the wheels falling off of the Bulldogs? Yeah, right here before halftime.
1: Are there snippers failing them here, Jacob?
2: I think so, Blake. We didn't have a game,
1: and it looked like it might be fell's worst loss of the year, and. Now the Fett Bulldogs will burn a timeout. We'll take one with them. you you'll we'll the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coots Federal Credit Union.
9: Savor new flavors with the new Chick-fil-A Lemon Kale Caesar Salad. Served with warm Chick-fil-A Grilled Nuggets, Zesty Lemon Wedges, Shade Parmesan, and a Lemon Caesar Vinaigrette. It's full of refreshing bites to pair with a beautiful day. Available for a limited time. Get yours today at Chick-fil-A Silicaga.
6: Register now for Free Lunch Friday from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. You could win free lunch for up to eight in your office from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. Visit Kicks1003.com for more details and to register.
13: This is another money moment from Sycamore Federal Credit Union. Did you know the more money you pay down, the lower you can get your payment? Come see us to get you in that ride. Sycamore Federal Credit Union, online at sycamorefcu.com.
6: Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lenders.
0: Listening to the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama
1: Sports. Now back to the action. Welcome back to the FBL football game of the week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Cusa Federal Credit Union. And uh, the Wolves down thirty-six to nothing. Didn't look like anything was happening. They scored two times, and they're back into this game. And so, I'll start there by the Bulldogs, that'll back them up more, and to be honest with you, Jacob, that looked like more all like offside than it did a, a flinch.
2: Yeah, no, I think the Bulldogs are trying to get cute by jumping the snap, putting a man in motion, and... Kind of like the old arena football days where you had that guy run like 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage and come back up and the ball was snap. But it just didn't work for him right there.
1: Oh, well, That it didn't. And, Jacob, you know the USFL is coming back. I'm excited to see that.
2: Pretty- Tolles
1: gets the snap, picks it up. He's going to run with it. He's going to have 10 yards before he's taken out of bounds. That'll stop the clock. Should have stopped the clock. Yeah, there they go. And that'll bring up third down now with a run right here if you don't get the first down the wolves will still get the ball back but if they throw and get in completion that opens it up for the wolves
2: yeah but you have to find a way to make them stop the clock because limbaugh has zero timeouts in his pocket but i tell you what though we could have lost 10 yards on that play because dakota ogle was in the backfield with a mission
1: that he was and let him let him scurry out of the backfield now comers extended their lead now to 33 to 8 so comers running away with that one which is what the Wolves need, and the Wolves need to score a few more times here. It's going to be a handoff to Walton up the middle, and he got the first down. He's gone. That's a touchdown. Wow. Just when you thought things were changing, LaFette said nope. And made it 42-13. to 13.
2: i tell you what, Walton is...
1: Pass. He's probably got 300 yards on the ground right now, Jacob, wouldn't you say?
2: I would have to say so. And I, That last run right there, they were so far in, in their own territory. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to think. I mean, how do you
1: give up that on defense? Just lack of focus right there, man. Yeah. It's... On a third and 15, you let them run about a 70-yard touchdown.
2: Hey, crazier things have happened. Maybe we can pull a miraculous comeback.
1: If they'd have got the ball right there, I had hope, and now I don't have hope. So the new score is forty two to thirteen with forty eight seconds left to go in the half. Fett, tolls gets the snap, fires one over the middle. Incomplete, no flags. So they've scored seven touchdowns. And haven't been on conversion, so it should be 49-13, to 13, but it's 42-13. to 13, So that's the new score here right before the half.
2: And you have to think right here, do you think Limbaugh would kill the clock or go for the end zone with 48 seconds left? And
1: I think you've got to go for the end zone. I mean, that's, what, that's the only way you're going to get back into this game.
2: The score 42 to 13, you want you want to make something happen to give you a little momentum going into the locker room.
1: Yep. They
2: had the momentum,
1: and in lack of defense, lack of paying attention, they gave up a 70-yard touchdown run on third and 15.
2: I mean, I will say this though: we have played better in the second quarter than we came out of the gate playing.
1: That's true. That's very true. Get ready to kick this one. It's a deep kick fielded by Zeke Deloach at the 6. He's out past the 20. And he's taken down at about the 26-yard line. Wolves got 41 seconds and no timeouts. What do you do here, Jacob?
2: Uh, I'd take a few shots, to be honest with you.
1: That's what I'd do.
2: And you know we have a good receiving core. They've showed that tonight. They've showed signs of life. And I think this would be a good little shot in the arm should we be able to punch one in before halftime.
1: Yeah. A shot in the arm. Bad choice of word in there. <laughs> so, uh... Pacey and the Wolves will trot out there. As he's got one back in the backfield, two receivers split out east side. He drops back, can't find anyone. He has to run with the ball. He needs to get out of bounds, but he's taken down. There's a flag on the play.
8: Pacey and on the carry. Play picks up four yards. 54. And the clock
1: should have been stopped at like 34 seconds. Is
2: he going to be on the Bulldogs? I don't know. Dakota Ogles on the field, looking like he knows this. I'm probably going to be on him. This one might be coming back.
1: Yeah. Well, holding offense. Penalty is a
8: personal foul against
1: the Wolves. Oh, personal foul, man. Those will kill you, brother. Those will kill you. That's going to be 15 yards from the line of scrimmage. Unless they're going to mess this one up like they did that pass interference call. Then it might be only five yards. You remember that one a couple of weeks ago where a personal foul went in the first down?
2: Yeah, I saw that. I remember that. And, uh, not looking good for the wolves being backed up.
1: No. Got to be very careful right here.
2: Then they only have one time out. I just take a knee. Get yourself out of the house.
1: I mean, this has been atrocious play here by the wolves. And we got a whistle. I'm not sure what this one's for. Waiting. Okay. They just had to pause there to get the ball spotted right. So two receivers out to each side. Paces in the backfield with one running back. And the official gives them to the go ahead to get this thing rolling. Clock starts. Pacey in the backfield takes a snap. It's going to be a handoff up the middle. Stuff for no gain. And that's going to get us to the half right there. So over your halftime score, Wolf. P- or 13, and LaFette 42. Excuse me, I got distracted by some on the field, but your halftime score, LaFette Bulldogs 42, Febill Wolf 13. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with halftime announcers listed. to the Football Game of the Week on the Febill Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You need a local insurance agent, someone
12: that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm Agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm Agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm Agent Alby Steers in Silicaga. Online at albiesteers.net.
6: Need some extra energy to make it through the day? Allen Brew Market has monster energy drinks, candy, and snacks for that quick pick-me-up. At Allen Brew Market, they mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your
3: body. You're rolling.
10: choosing a real estate agent you want someone you can trust whether you're looking for your forever home looking for an investment property or that great lake house to retire to area real estate is the group you want on your side their experience in the industry and being a member of the national association of realtors guarantees that you'll get the best deal on your next property they serve all of this area including lake martin check their website for listings at
6: arearealestateinc.com Let Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready for free. Enroll in the Ready to Work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2017 to enroll. Classes are free and offered online. Don't let this free online training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2017 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free online class. Call 256-378-2017. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Yeah.
9: Savor new flavors with the new Chick fil A Lemon Kale Caesar Salad. Served with warm Chick fil A grilled nuggets, zesty lemon wedges, shaved Parmesan, and a lemon Caesar vinaigrette. It's full of refreshing bites to pair with a beautiful day. Available for a limited time. Get yours today at Chick fil A Silicaga.
6: Register now for free lunch Friday from Chick fil A of Silicaga. You could win free lunch for up to eight in your office from Chick fil A of Silicaga. Visit Kicks1003.com for more details and to register.
9: Regardless of age, muscles are vital to your overall health and well-being. I'm Dr. Jared Spear at Childersburg Primary Care, letting you know that muscles comprise 35% of your body and allow for movement, balance, physical strength, organ function, skin integrity, immunity, and even involved in movement. Experience what m treatment treatments at Childersburg Primary Care can do to help improve your muscle function. Whether you're 16 or 66, m only at Childersburg Primary Care, online at ChildersburgClinic.com. Gracias.
5: Hi, I'm Cindy Pennington, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner. As the Extra Point sponsor, I want to make a point to let you, the taxpayer, know that we are here to serve you. Whether you're buying a car tag, paying property taxes, or conducting other business, our staff is there to help in a friendly, efficient manner. Many of these transactions can be handled by mail or online, or visit us at the courthouse or our Monfort-Oxford location on Highway 21 North. Go
6: line. Paid political advertisement by Cindy Pennington, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner.
12: Ever wonder why your friends are all members of CUSA Pines Federal Credit Union? It's the low auto loan rates, great checking accounts, and digital services with no fees. But most of all, it's the people helping people philosophy of caring for its members and communities. That's why CUSA Pines was voted Best Credit Union, Best Auto Loan, and Best Financial Planning in the CUSA Valley for 2021. And why we say CUSA Pines is where you belong. Find CUSA Pines FCU on Facebook. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender.
0: the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network.
2: Well, welcome back to Farm Links Field. Blake has stepped away for a minute. Our score right now is 42 to 14, we're just being outmatched. If you're a Fayetteville Wolf, uh, Lafayette is outmatching us in every position on the field. Like we've talked about this whole game, they are outsizing us probably about 40 pounds per player, just showing they're uh, running the ball at will once they find the edge. That's something the Wolves are going to have to adjust in the locker room make those adjustments and come back in the second half and try to protect that edge and try to keep this score a little close and who knows maybe we can make it a little more respectable before this one's out um we're moving the ball well in the air the running game is at times showing signs of life and right now if you're a wolves fan you gotta ask yourself what's it gonna take to stop these running backs we've placed a bunch of running backs this year and last week was no different and this week's no different and next week uh, I don't think Rainburn has the passing game like we've seen or has the running game sorry like we've seen but they're going to go in the air on us all night and that's something we're we'll going to have to defend but that's next week this is this week and right now our playoff hopes are all but over right now and unless something some kind of miracle happens like we've talked about we've seen weird things happen in football and that's what we're going to need tonight for the Wolves to come back and Try to win this one at home as senior senior night here at Farm Link's Field. A great crowd on hand and a beautiful night for some high school football. We're going to step away for a few more minutes and come back with second half action right here from Farm Link's Field. The score, like I said, is 42 Lafayette to Fayetteville's 13. We'll be right back.
12: The great Joe Namath said, Football is a team game. So is life. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union proudly supports the broadcasts of area high school athletics on radio, social media, and through the Radio Alabama Sports app. Enjoy B.B. Comer, Fayetteville, Childersburg, and Sylacauga football this season presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. On and off the field, Coosa Pines is here to help you reach your goals. Find them on Facebook, federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender. We'll be right back.
4: The cat sat on the Please come by to enjoy some of the great deals at Cusa Valley Auto Sales in beautiful Silicaga, Alabama. Get up to $10,000 off 2017 and 2018 at 154. Please enjoy the game and come by and see us at 35184 Highway 280 in beautiful Silicaga, Alabama from 10.30 in the morning until 5 o'clock p.m. Monday through Friday and 10.30 until 12.30 on Saturdays. Call us at 256 267 296 you.
5: <laughs> Cusa
14: Valley MRI is open and ready to serve you when it comes to scheduling your MRI exam. Hi, I'm Robin Angelo, Director of Cusa Valley MRI. We have implemented COVID infection control measures to keep you as safe as possible. We make the scheduling process easy no matter where your health care provider is located. Simply have your physician call or fax in your MRI order and we will handle the rest. Cusa Valley MRI, where patients come first. Learn more at CusaValleyMRI.com.
9: Are you looking for extra money? Coosa Valley Recycling pays top dollar for aluminum, copper, brass, steel, old appliances, and even old cars. Coosa Valley Recycling is located a few miles southeast of Silicaga on Highway 280. They're open Monday through Friday. Call for hours and rates at 256-245-4300. Coosa Valley Recycling, where the customer gets paid.
7: Grace Cafe. The August cup of the month is Morning Rush. It's chocolate chip cookie dough espresso with chocolate chip cookie dough bites. But if that isn't your cup, they have twenty five other flavors and a variety of sugar free flavors as well. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Silicaga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace
11: Cafe. Taste it and love it. For a church home, we invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sulacaga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live stream at upliftingword.com.
9: I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first.
5: Member FDIC equal housing lender.
13: on noble has something for everyone private parties live music and entertainment the perfect date night the best appetizers and wonderful entrees don't forget to check the harvey's on noble social media pages to stay up to date on weekly specials harvey's on noble in Silicaga open wednesday through saturday harvey's on noble voted best atmosphere and best entertainment venue in the coosa valley
15: Silicaca and surrounding areas Are you ready to level up? Then it's time to join the VIP club at Toyota of Silicaga. That's right, it's time for you to be a VIP When you join the Toyota of Silicaga VIP club You will receive 7 years of oil changes Complimentary tire rotations 3 day exchange policy $500 off your next purchase 10% off parts and service And much, much more What's that? You want to know how much it costs to join our VIP club? Absolutely zero That's right, you get all of these amazing benefits at no cost to you that's $3,495 in benefits. And don't forget about Toyota of Silicaga's team of credit specialists here to get you approved because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. So if you are ready to level up, come join the VIP club at Toyota of Silicaga for $3,495 in benefits at no cost to you. Remember, you're not just a number. You are part of the family at Toyota of Silicaga. 397 65 Highway 280, Toyota of Silicaga.com. We're worth the drive and we will prove it. With approved credit, see dealer for G2.
9: Thanks to you. You had an impact. Colin Cowherd's show is on top. That's how you silence the haters. I hope we've all come to terms. Weekdays at noon on Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM. listening
0: to Fayetteville High School football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Pines Federal Credit Union.
1: Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to the halftime show for the Fayette Football Game of the Week on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosapine's Federal Credit Union. That first half there was uh, all Lafette Bulldogs. Early and often, they ran the ball just impose their will and i would have to say walton has at least 300 yards on the ground if not more he has just been running his way through the stands through everywhere i mean just been able to do whatever he wants to do and and i said that's why your score right now is 42 13 was 36 and nothing we'll score twice a lot they might back get back into this thing and LaFette put a nail in the coffin there with that last long touchdown run right before the half. So it's where your score stands at 42 to 13. And, you know, we, uh, I apologize for the delay and not being here with Jacob on the, the uh, halftime show, but he gets stopped by a lot of folks, you know, he gets stopped by a lot of parents. And um, it's just great to know that we're making an impact on other people's lives, calling the kids, giving recognition to them, and, you and, uh, it's calling them out. This is for them. I mean, it, you know, we don't come here to to uh, call wins. We hope that we win. We just want to get these guys' names out there and make them feel appreciated because, you know, it's not all the time that they do. So I'm just glad that we can make an impact like that as the Wolves band plays. And That's another thing, you know, we don't want to just be the football players. We want to give shout-outs to the band personnel. The band is doing a standout job right now. Great performance. You got... Oh... Uh, the other schools man you got cheerleaders I mean everybody just does such a great job we're here to call them out and we're here to tell them how great a job they're doing we're going we're gonna to do it for the team too I mean it's just a deal that's the way we go and just an honor to be here being able to be up here seeing the stadium at full capacity back this season after all that COVID garbage nonsense last year and everybody's able to get back out and about and unfortunately I don't think we got chicken sandwich at the stand anymore but but um, I would be helping myself to one of them uh, if it weren't for that right now. But got a few score updates from around the area: 33 to eight, of course, Comer up in the third quarter over Vincent, and so that is one halftime update we have. We don't have any other ones right now other than. Childersburg at the half, twenty-nine to seven. We don't have a silicauga update, um, but that's where teams around the area are standing. And it looks like the Wolves might be the only team here taking a loss this evening. And uh, everybody else is running away with theirs, but unfortunately the Bulldogs have ran away with this one. So that kind of takes bevel's chance tonight to make the playoff as uh, kind of done now. So they will not make the playoffs here this season, but you can still play for dignity and respect and try to get to 500 on the season as they'll leave this game three and five unless some kind of miracle happens. But um, we're going to take a quick break here. We're about five minutes until uh, kickoff in the second half. This is the Federal Football Halftime Show on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosipine's Federal Credit Union. We'll be back here in just a minute.
9: Whether you're a contractor
13: or a DIY home improver, Van Zandt Hardware and Supply has what you need. From paint, pipes, and tools, and they're a yellow wood distributor as well. Plus, they have professional advice if you need it. Go to VanZan Hardware and Supply on Highway 280 and Oak Grove, where perfection for the customer isn't a privilege, it's a standard.
0: You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium.
1: Welcome back to the Federal Football Halftime Show on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett on the call this evening and uh, Jacob is we're just under three minutes here to go before start of the half. We're finally both together for this halftime show it was you know, we try to take our breaks during halftime and it's a pretty lopsided one so there wasn't much of analysis other than it was all all bulldogs from the fifth twelve minute mark in the first quarter to the zero minute mark in the second quarter.
2: Yeah, it's like I talked about in my little segment. We're just being outmatched in every phase of the game or being oversized by just about everybody. Like I said, and I'll say it again, I mean, they're out-sizing our players probably 40 pounds per player. And when you have that, size means everything in this game. And when you have bigger guys than you in every position, it's going to spell trouble.
1: Yeah, you're right, Jacob. When you have guys that are bigger than you in every position and you can only do so much and and the Bulldogs were ready. They were ready for the trickeration by this Wolves team. And they hadn't been fooled right from the first pass. They knew they was gonna come out with something crazy and intercepted the flea flicker and and that's why we got a forty two to thirteen score and, and some other score updates from around. In the third quarter, Marshall is beating up on North Texas forty two to seven and um Clemson still holding on to a fourteen to seven lead over Syracuse in the third quarter fourth quarter, excuse me, opening in the fourth quarter. And um as far as Silicaga score update, we don't have it. And as I just gave up that earlier, thirty-three to eight, Comer in the third quarter, and twenty nine to seven Childersburg at half.
3: Yeah, I
2: like I like that Childersburg score. You know, Joni Johnny- johnson and we talk to him every thursday night you know even if it's a hey how are you he's always in a good mood always upbeat you know johnny johnson having kind of a down year for the chillsburg tigers but maybe he can return them back to the chillsburg tigers that was out there when i was in high school you know making it to the playoffs every year and i think johnny johnson is the guy for the job
1: i do and uh, you know coach beverly did a pretty good job while he's there but he just couldn't have those guys at the same level um, that Johnny Johnson has been having on play. I mean, he's just doing a fantastic job there. It's a little bit slower of rebuild than it was with Fawcett at Comer. But um, they're making progress over there. And I, I definitely, in the next few years, I see them being playoff contenders.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I say give this team a few years. Let them get some size. We'll be back one yep. of these days and making it to the playoffs. And- Maybe one day we can host a playoff game. We've, we've done it before. We've it won the only playoff game at Farm Honda. Lakes Field, and yep. I look for the wolves here in the next few years G- to try to return B- to that. Yep.
3: Four or
2: five again, a red Honda that is. Is that your car, Jacob? That needs to be moved immediately. Luckily for me, I did not drive today. I was I was forced to ride with Brittany on my way here today. So yeah, that's not my red Honda this time.
1: Well, oh, good deal, man. Well, that. That's a plus, tag but yeah, you're right. I mean, and look, I'm going to give a shout-out to all. If you're, like, bigger and you're, like, like borderline fat, hit the weight room, lift some weights, and then go be offensive lineman because, you know, the Wolves are losing a lot of their line this year, and they need some more guys to step up for next season.
2: What needs to happen, these football coaches need to do what I call hallway recruiting. Obviously, you can't go out and... Recruit people to come in. You got to go out in the hallway and get these guys to want to play football. Yeah, some people don't want to play football because you got a, you know, a four and six record by the end of the season. But, you know, why don't you be a part of the process to I'm make that it back. Four and six record better? That's what, that's what Adam Fawcett did at Comer. and Look at what it's doing for him.
1: Yep. improving, and I mean, look now they're sitting at probably eight and two year,
2: and three inches away from being nine and one.
1: Mhm. Yeah, that nine Montgomery nine. Catholic game was. They needed that because they needed to play higher competition. That's what they went into that game doing, but. Man, that was a tough one.
2: And then turn around at Lafayette, the number two team in the state, and you're three inches away from beating them. They just couldn't punch it in the end zone. Yep,
1: yep. They almost beat Lynette. Came back, and and then Lafayette hung with them there for a while, and then they ran away with it. Ranburn hung with them for a while, and then they run away with it. Comer just, uh, I I firmly think that they are the best team in this region. If they'd have had, like you said, an extra three inches, they would have, uh, have beaten that Lynette team. So, I think if those guys see each other again, Comer will definitely win win that ball game.
2: But unfortunately for us, after tonight, our yep. playoff shot is all but over. Yeah. Still, you got two games left as your, as the seniors. As a senior, you want to go out and give your you know your one eleventh, as Brian Harson calls it. Give it your very best. Play every play. With the same intensity you played before.
1: Yep. Agreed, Jacob. And, and this Wolves team just, unfortunately, this evening hadn't been able to do that. And so that's why you're looking at a 42-13 to 13 score here coming in a third quarter. I think you're going to see a lot of running the ball from each side. I mean, you're going to see a lot of handoffs. Hopefully, you know, they can get this thing over pretty quick and the Wolves won't have any more bleeding here in the third quarter is man we're just getting half over with 850 man it's going to be a late night again
2: yeah, like like we talked about in the pregame, game they keep scoring that clock stops
3: so that's right that's go. right sure has
1: and um so we're running the clock out going to get this third quarter kick out kickoff underway and the wolves will be giving the ball back to Lafette, and luckily for the Wolves, Lafette hadn't been able to convert a single two-point conversion or a single field goal point after attempt, so this score looks a lot better than it could look right now, so that's a plus for them.
2: And you know, those missed two-point conversions add up. That's basically taking a touchdown off of the board.
1: Yeah, yeah it should be 49-13 to, to, to 13 right now. And instead, it's 42-13, to 13, which you're not going to come back and win unless it just gets crazy and insane things happen, but makes it a little more bearable than 49-13. to 13. So, we're going to get this third quarter underway. See what they can do, Jacob. Hopefully the Wolves might can show. You score two touchdowns in a row, you're back in this thing.
2: Yeah, that, you know, they've done it before in this game. They scored, you know, 13 unanswered points. Well... We got the ball back, and we couldn't get nothing going on offense. Gave them the ball back, and they drove it down and, and scored. But, you know, we might be down, but hopefully we're not out of this thing just yet. I think if LaFayette scores one more time, then that's that's pretty much it.
1: Yep. The nail is already sitting on top of the coffin. All it needs is a few good hammers, and uh that's what will happen. That hammer is Lafette scoring a touchdown here on our opening drive of the second half. If they score, it's done.
2: And The Bulldogs are holding on to that hammer with a firm grip right now because they can, they, like you said earlier, they can sniff this one out and they're going to try to put it out of reach here in the third quarter.
1: That they are. So they're going to see if they can... Put this one away and get their young guys in here, Jacob, because I think that's what both teams are probably looking to do right now. You know, because if you're Lafayette now that you've pretty much locked the third seed, and it's going to be between Vincent and Ranburn for that fourth spot. Has Vincent and Ranburn played played yet this year?
2: Uh, I think that's one of their last remaining games. Well, that's gonna mistaken.
1: that's gonna be the battle for fourth place.
2: Uh, Phillips, on to kick off for the rules to start the third
8: quarter.
1: So Levi's is gonna get this thing kicked off. You might see an onside kick here, Jacob. You know, this Wolves team is unpredictable sometimes. Special's gonna give him the go ahead. And he's gonna step up. And the second half's underway. A little short kick cross middle. It touched a Lafitte player that went out of bounds. And there was not a fl. And the official was going to throw the flag, which I don't agree with. I, I. It looked like he touched it before it went out of bounds, but.
2: And that that official that's close to ball saying he touched it, I could read his lips, and I don't think that ball's going going back.
1: Not that it would have made really that much of a difference. What five
2: yards? Yeah. And the White hat just called it.
8: Flag on the play for the illegal kick.
1: So. Wade off. Yep. They did wave it off. But you know it's crazy, Jacob. It would've only made a difference of one yard. <laughs> so either way they're not really gonna gonna make a difference, but glad they reviewed and tried to get the call right. And uh I've seen a chicken sandwich come by, so I don't know if they got chicken sandwiches
2: over there now, but if I'd have known that
1: I would have been eating one at halftime.
2: Yeah, I'm getting pretty hungry myself.
1: Well, so forty
2: two to
1: thirteen. are gonna see if they can get a stop against this LaFette Bulldog team right here. So Toll's under center. He's gonna get the snap. It's gonna be a handoff to Walton up the middle and Dakota Ogle says no, sir. And he puts Walton on the ground along with another host of uh
2: Wolves defenders over there, that's
1: going to bring up 2nd and 10.
2: Yeah, that's the kind of defense we need to play from here on out. Get, get to the ball carrier, put a hand on him, keep the hand on him, and don't let him get unnecessary yardage.
1: Agreed, Jacob. Agreed. So that's going to be a pickup at about a yard and a half. They'll call it 2.
2: Well, oh, he's second an 8. You got to work tomorrow, Jacob? I sure do. Man. You know, I started IKO a little little over a month and a half ago, and I've worked every Saturday since I started.
1: Man, I hate to hear that, brother. I won't be sleeping in in the morning. And it's a
2: volunteer basis, though, so it's my own fault, I guess. Well,
1: there you go. Gets the snaps. Going to be a handoff to Peyton up the middle. He breaks out for about a 15-yard gain. And, um, so... That'll bring up first and 10 across the 50. You know
2: one, Sorry, you go ahead. No, you go ahead, Jacob. One thing I, I just realized this. one thing the Wolves haven't done all season is forced a fumble in any game we've played. I've went back and thought about every game, and this will be a good time to force a fumble.
1: That's right, Jacob. Take that momentum away. We're just, just about two minutes into this second half. The Lafayette Bulldogs are marching down the field. I'm going to take the snap tolls. is going to be a fullback dive up the middle. And that's about a pickup of six before he's brought to the ground.
2: And uh, Lafayette smelling the end zone and they're six. marching towards to it. The Bulls just move. don't have an answer for this Bulldogs running game.
3: No, they do not.
1: And uh, you can see Lafette draining that clock over there. They've going to run two minutes off of this thing. They're going to keep running the clock and keep running the clock. Quite the contrary from a lot of teams we've seen this year. That's true. Takes the snap. Hand off to Peyton up the middle again, who busts one over the middle of the field. Still on his feet. Finally taken down at the 20. Should have been taken down about six yards before that.
2: There
1: goes... Here goes some more chicken sandwiches.
2: is getting a lot of their yards after contact. Yep.
1: That they are, Jacob. I would love to see the statistics on the yards after contact for, for Lafayette, because I know it's probably a lot.
2: And there's some more of those chicken sandwiches coming Man. past
1: under center, takes the snaps going to be a fullback dive again, and... Dakota Ogle throws him to the ground and says, no, sir, after about three yards. And that'll bring up second and seven. Clock continuing to roll. I'm gonna run about three and a half minutes off of this thing.
2: I'd watch that play clock. The play clock's actually working this week, so I'd watch it and let it get down to probably about two or three seconds before i snap the football if I was either team.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what LaFette's doing here. They're showing a lot of class and playing a good ball game this evening. And, and Walton, man, he's had his way. Takes a snap, Walton around the right side, jukes a man out, and that looks like that was Cole Hardy on the tackle after a gain of about five. And that might have got a first down. And I'll say that's going to be – he's going to be about a yard short. Oh, it's a third and one. Doing
2: a great job by Cole Hardy there to get on uh, – his back and bring him down. And that's, I mean, that's all you can do is catch him by surprise because he sees you coming. He's going to lower that shoulder.
1: That's right. And We're Knock now.
2: you down and make, get them yards.
1: Absolutely. Under the eight minute mark here in the third quarter, Lafette is draining the clock, trying to get out of here without getting any injuries as they got a 29 point lead looking to add to it. Tolls takes a snap and Austin Jones is there to take the fullback down at the line of scrimmage. That'll bring up fourth down, and I'm sure you'll see the Bulldogs go for this one.
2: Wouldn't it be funny to see them come out line up for a field goal? That would be.
1: Right now they're 0 for 7 on point after slash two-point conversion attempts, so haven't had the best of luck. And, uh, Jacob, you know, a good game that might be tonight to tune into, sneaky good game, is uh, Oregon and Cal.
2: Yeah, that's a pretty good game. It might be a trap game for the Oregon Ducks. You know, Cal's having a down year this year.
1: Yeah. And uh, Oregon had a path to the playoffs and decided to mess around and lose to Stanford. So they may be out. Toll's take snap. It's a toss to Peyton around the left side. He just got enough stays on his feet. And that's six points.
2: And there's that hammer. Just nailed that coffin.
1: Well... This one's over,
2: folks. But even though it's over, we
1: still have got 18 minutes and 47 seconds of game play left.
2: And we're going to give you every play.
1: That we are. And give you every play. As... What if effect can make it 0 for 8 right here? This has got to be a record, Jacob.
2: It has to be. Well, like we said, they've left a touchdown on the field.
1: Almost two touchdowns if they do this two or three more times.
2: Yeah, and, oh, they're going for a field goal here, so we'll see. Oh, snaps good, holds good,
1: kicks no good. <laughs> it's
2: a line drive kick by man, the man.
1: I had confidence in them, but they couldn't get it. And so, both teams have trot their kicking unit back on the field. No, neither team in really that big of a hurry. Uh, you'll get to see a lot of your younger guys play here. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. If you're the fan of the Wolves, you come and support your uh, kids all the time, or you know the young guys don't get a lot of playing time, maybe they'll get thrown in for this game.
2: And uh, somebody that's played a lot in this game tonight is uh, Brody Nolan. So, you know, senior night, you're going to play all your seniors in and- Brody Nolan's seen a significant amount of playing time today.
1: That's awesome, too, man, because he's been playing good ball. I mean, I know, like you said, he waited his senior year, but he's been playing pretty good ball.
2: And I don't know why Coach Limbaugh hasn't handed the ball off to him yet. One rush, 90 yards, and a touchdown, giving the ball.
1: He probably has the record for any, any level of play. If he doesn't touch the ball again on a handoff this year, Jacob, he's broken a record. Yeah as far as i'm concerned or know of oh ball tip zeke feels it at the two picks it up he's to the five he's to the ten jukes a man out and he's down at the ten so the wolves are going to need that 90 yards by brody nolan right here
2: it's going to be an uphill climb on this drive for the wolves and
1: and a score update for the children's tigers and the fighting David McCurley's—they're—they're <laughs> uh, the, up forty-two to thirteen, and that's about just into the fourth cur- quarter there. And this is going to bring up first and ten for the Wolves. There was a flag, and it looks like it's going to go against the Fed Bulldogs. I can't tell what it was, but it's looking like some kind of personal foul because they marched that ball forward about fifteen yards or so.
2: Is a personal foul against a Have you noticed, like, when we get these score updates from the Comer Sports Network and the Tiger Sports Network, here we are in, you know, midway through the third quarter, and they're almost done. I know. Time. I
1: know. Over there in the fourth quarter, we're still got a half a quarter left in the third. Zeke makes the catch. He's got five yards. He's got ten yards. He's oh. taken down.
3: Oh, he laid a
2: lick. What a lick by Zeke. On the defender. Wow. You just let the smallest kid on the field do that to you. Yeah, that guy does,
1: too, look like he might be in eighth grade. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, still, nonetheless, that was a dang lick, man.
2: I can't see because of his but I'm trying to get his name. I'll tell you, it's Trayvon Williams, and he is a freshman.
1: Yep. Figured so. But, Wow. Zeke laid a lick on that guy. He's still a little confused out there. Pacey's going to take the snap. He drops back. Pressure's all on him. He spins out of what he can, and he's finally taken down. About a four-yard loss. That play was going nowhere. That'll bring up second and long.
2: Yeah, That was a busted play. First contact was by his own man right there, and because of that contact, it allowed uh, big number 52 again was in on that play.
1: Yep. So, that'll back them on up, second and 15. So, we'll see. They try to dig their way out of this one with just five minutes left to go in the third quarter. This one is over, but we still have game time left that like we got to do something with. It. So, maybe the Wolves can get a few scores going. Pacey drops back, gets a snap. It's a delayed handoff. The number 12, Cadence Barrett, who gets about four yards. And Jacob, I don't understand why they haven't been doing that all season.
2: Yeah, that's the hook. And Limbaugh wonders why he had not had a running game. He had not really tried to have a running game. Usually it's against the best defenses. He tries that.
1: Yeah, and you got to try that right there because when you can run the ball, then you know that you can, or when you can throw the ball, rather, you can open up that delayed run attack like they've been doing. So faces in the backfield, two receivers split out. Man in motion, takes the snap, steps up, fires one across the middle of the field. Oh, in Zeke's hands, it would have been six. And he dropped it. That'll bring it up fourth and ten.
2: And that's a that's a rare drop by DeLoch.
1: Yeah.
3: Very rare
2: drop
1: we we'll bring up fourth down, and the Wolves on the punt team. Yeah, so now we'll see Levi Phillips come out to boot this one deep. 435 left to go in the third. 48-13, Bulldogs are up. And so, see if they can boot them deep.
2: Something tells me Limbaugh might go back to that play. Before yeah. this is all said and done.
1: I would say he will. Snap. Levi kicked this one. That's a pretty good punt. You land at the 40. Wow, that's going to take a, quite a roll. Pebble bounce down to the 19-yard line.
2: That was a beautiful punt.
1: That was.
2: Tight spiral, great distance, great hang time. Uh, i don't even think the best returners would have tried to return that one
1: nah oh, man he let that one roll and when he let that one roll versus fair catching he cost him about 16 yards but, man you know they just made an announcement here at this game that, toba- that uh, feville is a tobacco-free campus and i can guarantee you there's more people here between the young kids and the old men that had tobacco with them—a cigarette or a vape—and I mean, I don't even know why they still try it anymore, Jacob.
2: You got gotta look good for the people, you know. You gotta gotta try to enforce that county-wide rule, but down here that don't work. I
1: don't know you're right. Takes a snap, ball's on the ground. Wolves say they got it, and they do. So, little spark of life there for the wolves. They get the football back. And see what they can do with it here.
8: Bumble on the play, recovered by number 55,
1: Skylar Wood. The Wolves will take over, and that'll be first and ten there, about the 20-yard line.
2: And that was the senior Skylar Wood that fell on that football, giving it back to the Wolves. And let's see if we can get six right here with the ball on about the 19-yard line. Let's
1: see what they can if they can get something happening here, Jacob. Give a little life into this crowd. That's went dead, and understandably so, by the score on the scoreboard here. Takes the snaps, going to be a fullback dive up the middle to Barrett, who gets about, oh, he's not taken down, he's still almost to the end zone. He's finally down at the three-yard line. He almost had six there.
2: Nice little run right there. His feet just got out from under him. You know, he was slowed down, but he kept going. Couldn't quite catch up with his feet, but still a good run. Dove, and he was just a little short. With four minutes left to go in this third
1: quarter, it looks like they're about to put six points. looks like they're about to put six more points on the board.
2: We've been waiting for a score update from the Silicaga Aggies. That game just went final. Not fair, but 49 uh, 13, the Aggies over the Teledigga Tigers tonight.
3: Oh, wow. Huh? 14, sorry.
2: 49 49-14. to
1: 14.
2: And how that game just went final. We're still in the third quarter. That's what goes back to what I was talking about. Yeah, you're right.
3: Well,
1: that'll back the Wolves up five yards. So instead of first and goal at the three, it's going to be first and goal at the eight. Yeah, Comer's leading right now, 43-8. to And I think they're in the fourth quarter. Wow, I can't believe that Silicon game already went final, man. That's crazy.
2: Quick game.
1: Yeah. But you guys can tune in to hear. And we got a game that's still got a whole fourth quarter to be played. Oh, under center, takes a snap, he drops back to pass, he's being pressured, he's pressured, he's taken down, and that was a hard hit at the 10-yard line, and he might have some trouble getting up from that when he's hurt. That was a hard hit, clean hit, but hard hit.
2: Yeah, this Lafayette team is physical. Hey, there's a flag on the play, too, I don't know if you caught that or not, but there is a flag.
1: Man, he being chased down, and number 22 is just too fast, man. Caught up with him, but almost outran him, but just from behind, and Pacey didn't know he was coming, and wow, what a lick that Deloach took. Walks out off the field under his own power, and,
8: yeah.
1: like, he's hurting a little bit, and they need to put one of the younger guys in, and don't want to bang him up, you know.
3: And the
1: penalty is a chop block on the, on the wolves. wolves. Uh, man, looks like they'll decline that call. And we we'll get to see backup quarterback number two on the depth chart, uh, old Cameron Hammonds, and see what he can do checking into the game. And Pacey's a competitor, so he'll probably try to be out there in the next few plays. But John will probably be like, "You need to just hang out here for just a few more." Plays as Wolves are back up now to the 25-yard line, or they were at the three. And, see, Jacob, this is something that's plagued this team, is red zone blues. And,
2: and penalties the play, the in the, play, the, the red play, the zone the way, the mainly because we can score in the red zone, whether it be a field goal or a touchdown, but we have a lot of penalties.
1: That's right. Cameron Hammonds under center takes a snap, and it's going to be a handoff to Evan Baker. They knew it was going to be a handoff because the backup quarterback. Taking down at the line of scrimmage.
2: Third down, goal to go from the 30-yard line. Jacob. Uh, looks like Limbaugh's fixing to send Pacey back out there. Just talking to him, giving him, giving him the play to come tell his teammates. So maybe we'll see a pass.
1: Ah right, man, I, I know he's a competitor. And wants to get back out there, but I would, I would have kept him out a few more plays, man. You know, you know, one wrong move when you're fatigued. Give you a lifetime worth of injuries, man, and that's what you don't want. This game's not competitive, anyways. Pacey takes a snap, drops back to pass, fires one, batted down at the line of scrimmage. So that'll bring up fourth down from the 30. Will we see Levi Phillips attempt a 47 yarder?
2: Could we see it? I don't think Limbaugh is going to give us the pleasure of seeing that right now. It looks like we're going to go for it.
1: You have a better chance at making the field goal than you do going for it. Try a double pass. Do something right here.
2: Or would you try to draw the defense offside to give give you five more yards to I make mean, that, that field goal a little closer?
1: That's uh, plausible. That would be a good move here. Takes a snap. Drops back. Almost tackled at the line of scrimmage. Rolling deep. Fires one to the end zone and it was almost intercepted. There's a pile of the players that fell on the ground and good sportsmanship there by the Wolves as a uh looks like number twenty six Hunter Robertson helps up fit Fett Bulldog defender and so they'll take over at the thirty yard line. Wolves were at the three and found themselves at fourth and
2: go at the thirty Did that ball stay in? Oh, I see it now. I was going to say, did the ball leave the park? I Uh, thought that was fourth down, brother.
1: I guess it was third down. So I guess they get another crack at it. (gasps) Are we going to see it? We're going to see it, Jacob. Oh, man. A 47-yard field goal attempt. It's up. And I'm glad it was blown dead. He gets another chance at this one. And it's offside on the defense. Bring that ball up five yards. Man, this is this is I have asked John Limbaugh all season if we're gonna get to see the lead by kick one this long.
2: Yeah, we make sure to make it a point in the coach's show every week to to give us give us that chance you know? yep. Give us that chance to see one. And here we go.
1: Right here. Makes the snap. The kick is up at no good. Thought he was going to nail that one, but unfortunately he missed it. And So they'll take over at the 30-yard line, or the 25-yard line, rather, and 145 left to go in the third quarter, and the Bulldogs will see if they can punch it in.
2: I will say, though, Levi did kick that with a cold leg. We don't have the kicking net out this game to warm his leg up, so...
1: And he hadn't been kicking the ball off that much.
2: No, he's only kicked it off twice. Three times. Yes, that's that's correct.
1: Hey, Jacob get it right.
2: I got <laughs> a lot of studying to do next for next week.
3: Yep.
1: That's right. And um I'll be handing the play by play duties off to Jacob for next week as they travel to Ranburn as I'll be on vacation. Just takes a snap. It looks like that was a center run. I don't know what happened, but it's a false start.
2: And uh, taking my job next week as the color analyst will be a former fable Wolf in his own right, Mr. Andrew Pickle Morgan. Why do y'all call him Pickle? That's my—that's what his mama started calling him. It's just a.
1: Well, I'm sure he'll do a great job. I'm excited about having. It. I have to tune in to listen to you guys if I have cell phone service. And
3: uh.
2: Pickle, Pickle's been with us before this year. He was at the uh, the Woodland game. He did the halftime show and the postgame show with David McCurley while I was on the sideline. So he has that radio experience.
3: That's
1: great, man. That's what we need is Dakota Ogle says no sir to Walton. He's taken down for about a yard gain. That'll bring up second to 14.
2: That's the, way, that's the way we should have played defense this whole game.
1: Yep. Too little, too late, and Unfortunately for this senior class, their season will end in two weeks against Childersburg.
2: Maybe we can go out with a win.
1: Absolutely. No. Maybe they can win their next two and end the year at 500. Timeout by Lafette. We'll take one with them. You're listed a the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Vettel Sports Network presented by Coosa oh, Federal Fair. Credit Union.
14: Cusa Valley MRI is open and ready to serve you when it comes to scheduling your MRI exam. Hi, I'm Robin Angelo, director of Cusa Valley MRI. We have implemented COVID infection control measures to keep you as safe as possible. We make the scheduling process easy no matter where your health care provider is located. Simply have your physician call or fax in your MRI order and we will handle the rest. Cusa Valley MRI, where patients come first. Learn more at CousaValleyMRI.com.
0: Now, you're home for live football on the flagship. Of you're Bulls listening athletes, to Fayetteville High School football, football, football on the Sports, Sports, Network. Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now,
1: back to the stadium. Welcome back to the Federal football, football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. And, Jack, if this one hadn't been much of a game
2: of the week, the Bulldogs have outmatched us, and uh, hopefully this fourth quarter will go by fairly quickly. We can all get to the house at a decent time.
1: Absolutely, Jacob. That's so. What we're hoping is this is going to be a quick fourth quarter of play. And uh, did Comer just go final? Comer just went final. Forty-three to eight. Forty-three to eight. So um, that's your final there. That's another one at final. Uh, children's Burns about to go final. That'll be a win. And we
2: still uh,
1: have a whole quarter left. Uh, yeah, and we still got a whole quarter left. So, 39 from about their own 20 yard line. You'll probably see a run right here by LaFette Is this thing, this will probably be the last play of the third quarter. Tolls in the backfield. Receiver out to each side. Takes a snap, drops back to pass, fires one, almost intercepted by Cadence Barrett. On, pass, That'll bring on a punt team.
2: 12, Just a couple okay, more steps 12, and he would have had that pick, and that might have been sick. It might
1: have. And Jacob, update on the Clemson-Syracuse game. Clemson is up 17-14 to 14, uh, halfway through the fourth quarter. So well, will um,
8: see what they can
1: do, if they can get the ship righted. And I think they can because I like Dabo. So now Woody will be putting this one for him.
2: The first punt of the night for the Bulldogs. Yeah. I
1: think they punted a couple times. He missed the ball. Man. And uh, Woody. <laughs> man, I'm not laughing at him, but you just know you're tired and ready to go home when you miss the ball on the kick, man.
2: Um, umpire called that a strike. <laughs> uh. But it took every wolf on the field to bring him down. Bless their hearts. The <laughs> what, what is just a man, big old boy? Man, he went to kick the ball and he missed the ball
1: when he kicked it and it fell on the ground. And he's probably laughing at himself over there for that one. But
2: that's the old Charlie Brown play.
3: Yeah,
1: that's right. Hey, I'm gonna tell you that one didn't hurt him. That did not hurt him. So let's see if the wolves can punch it in right here as they've been in the red they were at the three yard line with a first and goal they ended up at the 30 with a fourth and goal last time so cameron hammond's under center he's going to take the snap and he's going to fake it and he's going to run on the end around the almost outrun the defender but he's taking back towards the 29 yard line And that will be the final play of the third quarter. When we come back, it will be some fourth quarter action. This is the Pebble Football Game of the Week on the Pebble Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union.
9: When you think of Marble City Pharmacy, there's one word that comes to mind, family. It's Jacob and Jared Johnson. When our dad started Marble City Pharmacy, no one could have imagined what it would be like today. Now, nearly 20 years later, we've continued to serve you and your family. Thank you for trusting us with your health-related questions and medication needs. Marble City Pharmacy, here for life. Online at marblecitypharmacy.com.
2: links field at the start of the fourth quarter our score 48 to 13 bulldogs have been all over the wolves in the battle of the the dogs tonight and blake what do you what have you taken away from this game so far
1: that the wolves were not prepared for what hit them tonight they they came out it's been all bulldogs all night man the wolves had a breath of life at the end of the first half for those 13 points, but other than that Lafette has kept their foot on the gas and really this score should be worse than it is because they, they're they over 8 right now on any kind of point after or two point conversion till, so really this should be about a 55 to 58 to 13 game so Wolves are fortunate there. Well
2: as the Wolves are set up, looks like they're going to leave Hammonds in at the start of the fourth quarter. Uh, looks like an eye formation Here's the give, straight up. He just about oh, had it. That Kate was uh, Barrett on the play.
8: Lady
2: yeah, good,
1: good little run there, Captain up Business the middle. That's a good little run up the middle there for Cadence Barrett. You know, a little trick oration. Got a few yards, but not where the Wolves really want to be right now.
2: We'll line it up again. Looks like they're going to stay with that eye formation. This might be what we see the Wolves play the the rest of the game to kill some clock and head to the house.
1: Absolutely, Jacob.
2: Looks like Baird again for a, a gain of... Six yards right there And it's going to bring up Fourth down And I don't think We'll see a field goal I think Limbaugh's going to Try to punch it in Try to get six out of this
1: Yep Don't let it be a shutout In the second half Try to take some some positives Going into next week Maybe you can Knock off Ranburn And uh, then maybe Carry some momentum And try to get a win Against your rival Childersburg
2: you got to hate it for these seniors, too. They were really excited about having the opportunity to go to the playoffs. It's just they were outmatched in a game they had to win.
1: That they were, Jacob. So this will add to a two-year playoff drought for the Wolves. If that's an offside there by the the Bulldogs, that will bring up first down for the Wolves inside the 10-yard line.
2: Flags came out everywhere. I think everybody saw that.
1: Yeah.
3: First
8: down.
1: Ten-thirty-eight left to go till the end of the game. And Wolves looking to put six more on the, bo- on the board. So, they got a fresh set of downs. Jacob, what do you think they'll do here?
2: I think we're going to try to... I think he'll start passing the ball. I think he's going to give as that opportunity. You know, he's in, the, in the positive territory. It's going to be a a pass to listen to Zeke. He don't find Zeke, and it's going to be picked off, and a flag comes in.
1: Yeah, look, he dropped it there at the end. So, Combs had to pick, but he dropped it. It was a good back shoulder throw, but uh, Zeke's not near as tall as Combs, so.
3: And I know
2: I've talked about the size advantage that the Bulldogs have over the Wolves, but another thing they have, especially looking at Woody over there, they got a height advantage.
1: Yeah, that they do, Jacob.
2: That and they do. Get the call from the referee right here. little discussion.
1: Uh, it's going to be a
2: hold on the Wolves. And that's the thing with the Wolves. You get this close to the end zone, the as you have all way. night, and penalties will kill a drive.
1: Yeah. They sure will. Driving down the field and boom. A few penalties. You had first and goal at the three. Then you had first and goal at the ten. Now you're looking at first and goal from the 22.
2: But could this be an opportunity to see Levi try to get redemption?
1: (laughs) Possibly so, Jacob.
2: It's going to be a give to Barrett again, and nothing going for Barrett. And the flight flag comes in. This might be a personal foul on the Bulldogs.
1: Face mask. A
2: little shoving after the play. And another flag will come in for that. So this might be offsetting here. Number 12, Cattus Baird on the carry. play, only picks
1: up a couple. Yeah, that didn't pick up very much.
2: But there's a phrase out there called cooler heads prevail, and that time they did not. I think it's fixing to cost us 15 more.
1: Yeah, I think you're right, Jacob.
2: A little discussion across the way by the officials trying to sort this one out. Because there was a flag during the play and then a late flag after the play for the for the shove. Let's
1: see what that call is. Yep. I think you're right, Jacob. They're discussing it, but it looks like it's going to be offset. They're just going to put the flags up.
2: And um, let them play ball. Personal foul against the Wolves. And uh, the penalty
8: the is a personal foul against the Wolves.
2: Take on 15 more. Uh, See, so you got a
1: first and goal at almost the 50. Jacob, are they playing hardcore four out there?
2: It is time to go backyard football, play that hardcore four. That'll bag it up 15 yards. Man, now they're at the 40. The 40-yard 40 line, nope,
1: they're still going. The 41-yard line.
2: This should be second and goal That's something you don't see every day Second and goal from the 41 yard line No Get back in the eye formation Here's the snap Here's a toss to Barrett Barrett's going to try to make get a few yards back But he's going to do just that Probably about 3 or 4 on the play
1: Well, that'll bring up third and goal from about the 76-yard line. (laughs) Third and about the
2: airport to
1: go.
3: Jacob,
2: have you ever seen anybody have to punt on third and goal or fourth and goal? No, I've seen field goals, but not, not a punt.
1: Well, you might get to see the first here today, brother.
2: And I said in my halftime segment, well, we have seen some weird things in this game, and this is definitely going to take the cake, at least for now, but a punt on an end goal situation. Man. With nine minutes and four seconds to go, score 48-13 to 13 LaFayette all over Fayetteville tonight at Farm Link's field. Split backfield. There's a little pass to Zeke. Who couldn't make the grab? It's going to be fourth down. So here we might see that punt.
1: See the punt team on <laughs> fourth and
2: goal.
1: It has just not been their night.
2: Uh, see Dakota down there taking the pads off of Pacey, helping him out. So that right there just confirms that Pacey is done for the evening. Great job by him and the rest of these seniors. You know they're going to miss playing at home, but they still have two games on the road left. But nothing nothing, nothing beats the senior year of playing at home.
1: Yep. They're going to put those pads up, and he's... That right shoulder is hurting. He, you can see he's in pain. And hopefully that thing will be healed up. Snaps good. Levi gets a punt, and this might pin him deep.
3: Thanks.
2: Punt fielded by Cavs Duke. <laughs> Ten the yard line. line, man. You know
1: that you put that thing high in the air. If your center can get it.
2: Uh, great job by Cavs right there. To he, he didn't drop it either. He's a, he's done better than some of the return people we've seen this
1: year. <laughs> that he that he has. And final score was forty-three to eight for. Uh, the Comber Tigers as that one's went final. So just about everybody in the state's went final except for us. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure there's some out there. And I'll try to tune in to the Jocks 94.5 post-game, high school post-game scoreboard show. Those guys do a great job. John Saber and David Sear, they do a good job. It's going to be a quarterback run around the right side.
2: And a late flag comes in.
1: Staying down at about the 20.
2: And that's another thing that's, that's killing this, is making this clock stop, extending the game is that yellow handkerchief. You need to go put it back in your car and let's finish this thing.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, Jacob. I mean, put that, but, you know, Two, the state watches film, so if they just keep on and keep on not calling, they get in trouble. Because I know of an instance when somebody that I know personally, who's an official, he was telling me that they were at a game and um, it was the the team was getting blown out, and they told him they was like. The guy jumped offside, the receiver jumped offside three different times, and the third time he finally had to throw the flag because he was like, hey, I know this ain't going to make a difference in the game, but, you know, we got to do film, and they got to watch the film. So you had to eventually start calling it, but that's going to be
2: a big loss. Yeah, there's people in Montgomery that watches every game around the state, and that's what they do for a living. I wouldn't mind having that. Yeah in the office all day and watch football.
1: The only problem is if I had that job, I'd have done fired every official we had.
2: Yeah.
1: But... This is uh, less than eight minutes left to go in the fourth. 48-13. Bulldogs on top. But you
2: want to... We'll talk about some of the officials we had this, have had this year. Do you remember well, the, the personal foul, personal intentional grounding, Pacey had called on him a few, few weeks back? How did you what? get a personal foul, intentional grounding called on you? I, I want to say it was against maybe it was against Vincent when Vincent was here a few weeks ago. Pacey threw the ball out of bounds, and it, they called it a personal foul penalty.
1: Yeah, they didn't. Uh, yeah, that, does, that doesn't really get me started on those guys.
2: There's a bad snap and tackle in the end zone. It's going to be two points for the Fayetteville Wolves. Bumbled in
8: the end zone. Uh, we'll take a it. Covered up the quarterback. Play results in a
2: safety for the Wolves A two points, giving so. a little momentum to
1: finish the game out. Well, if your offense fans ain't getting the job done, let your defense score some. Forty-eight, fifteen, a new score. Six minutes and fifty seconds left to go in this fourth quarter. After the
2: safety, the Bulldogs will have to kick, uh, and the Wolves will be receiving. Once again, don't forget. Next week, Blake won't be with us. I'll have the play-by-play alongside Andrew Pickle Morgan, the former Fayetteville receiver. And uh, you won't be. You won't be at the coaches' show next week either.
3: No,
1: I will not be.
2: But I'll be there for the last
1: game of the season.
2: Yeah, somebody decided to hook the old RV up and head down through the coast. So we wish you uh, safe travels and all that next week. And we'll, we'll take it and we'll have fun with it next week. And
1: well, I we'll appreciate that. I'm, I'm going to miss it, though, because I have fun doing this. And uh, unfortunately, this is coming to an end. And But... You know, I'm, I'm excited to have them Friday nights back with my wife. You know, for us to hang out and take her out somewhere nice to eat, and you know, spend quality time together. But I'm gonna miss coming out here, and I'm gonna really miss the winning games that we have. But I ain't really gonna miss the
3: losses that much.
2: Yeah, we've had some fun games this year. Obviously, not the not the blowout losses that we've had endured, but we. I mean, we've won games and we've lost some games we should have won. And this is one of those I felt coming in we had a chance, but. They proved me wrong on in, uh, in that first series.
1: Yep. Me too, Jacob.
2: Um, a little re- nice little return by the by Zeke,
3: you
2: know, out right to the forty-two. But there is an injured bulldog on the play. He's going to
1: get up. Oh man, that was like Walton.
2: That is Walton, and he's going to generally walk to the sidelines but why he still why they still have him in the game I, I couldn't answer that. But that's that goes back to what we talk about every week. Why are you gonna keep your starters then and midway through the fourth quarter and you got a big lead. And a potential potentially a chance to go to the playoffs.
1: Yeah. And Jacob does the wolves have three wins on the season or
2: Yeah we have three.
1: Three
8: I feel like
2: I feel like right now we could have at least five or six to our credit, but things didn't go our way in those games, especially Vincent and Victor Christian in that game. We had control of the game and found a way to lose it.
1: Started out 2-0 on the year. High hopes for this Wolves team and hadn't had, been able to answer the, you know, expectations.
3: Yeah.
2: The toss to Barrett, and he's getting around the end. He might get behind the line of scrimmage. I thought he got to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a late hit out of bounds, I'm assuming, because that flag came in after the play.
1: Yep, that's what it looked like to me. I wish we could run up the middle right here and try to chew some clock off.
2: Yeah, that would be nice.
1: I don't know about you, Jacob, but it's past my bedtime.
2: Yeah, like I said earlier, I have to go to work in the morning. You get to sleep in a little. But, for us Auburn fans, well, for y'all, because I'll be at work, you have to get up a little early tomorrow to catch the game by 11 o'clock. Yeah, probably
1: catch some of that. I feel like Auburn will probably win that game. And, um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, uh, I think what we're going to do, as this gentleman below me said, we're just going to lay in bed and turn the game. on, watch it laying in the bed, and I think that's a dang good idea with an early kickoff like that.
2: I don't know, I don't know any other
1: matchups at 11 o'clock, but usually those 11 o'clock games are the best games of the day. Yeah, you know, I've never understood why or late in the season I get why the Big Ten plays at 11, but why in the world did Oregon and Ohio State play at 11?
2: Well, I guess because the game was in Ohio a little, little scamper right there by by Barrett who puts the football on the ground but it was after the play and they're going to say the Wolves will retain possession but it's going to be second down in about three.
1: And the uh, Syracuse Orange right now are in Clemson territory looking to try to get into field goal range. Two-minute drills done great. This drive, they had 13 plays for 63 yards. They're going to try to tie this this game up against Clemson.
2: And another thing I enjoy, we're getting midway through the college football season as well, is that Tuesday night match. Oh,
1: man, I love the match. They play on Tuesday and Wednesday. And I'm so excited about the NFL going just to Amazon Prime on Thursday night because... NFL Thursday night games are trash. They need to start scheduling some good matchups on Thursday night again. Yeah,
2: like like you'll have a good team playing a bad team. Like last night you had the Buccaneers playing the Eagles. But then you have the Giants and the Cowboys. Well, I don't know. The Cowboys are getting pretty good. Or the Jets
1: and the Jaguars. Yeah.
2: Games like that.
1: Who wants to watch that, Jacob?
2: yeah, it's a really Got a
1: five-yard gain up the middle, bringing up third down. Five minutes left to go in the game.
2: I a really love football to watch that game on a, on the a work night.
1: Yeah. I used to love it when like Miami and Duke would play on Thursday nights. Big 12 used to do a little bit of it. Pac-12. SEC every now and again would have a Thursday night game.
2: But nothing beats that Tuesday and Wednesday night match. Give get the small schools some exposure.
1: Yep. I always like to watch Ohio and Miami play. That rivalry takes a snap. Cameron Hammer throws the ball, but since he's a little bit shorter, all the, uh, the lineman had to do was stand there and put his hand up, and he deflected that one down, fourth down. and
8: 14, count
1: as Might see the punt team here.
2: we got some whistles blown out there, and I don't see a flag anywhere. Flag well, Evan Blair saw one, so there you go. There's a penalty on the play. But that was Woody on that pass deflection, No, to nobody's surprise.
1: Yeah. Big guy, man. I think he's being recruited. D1,
2: actually. You know, I think you're right, because I think I remember Limbaugh saying something about it last yeah. night. Yeah. So whoever gets him is going to be doing pretty good. He's a, he's a big boy down there.
1: That he is. and I think this team's a little bit better than their record shows that they are.
2: It's just a... The, the dangers of our region, I guess, is what you could call it.
1: And that one will go against the Lafayette Bulldogs, roughing the passer. Foul
2: the so
1: that will bring them.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Jacob, I'll let you take that one. I'll
2: well, tell you what, Evan Blair just called Lafayette out. And saying that was a roughing the passer against the first-team defense. That goes back. So why you got your starters in this late in the game? You're going to end up getting somebody hurt. Yep. Agreed. A little straight-up give to let's like Barrett again. And I guess Limbaugh is going to keep doing that until the clock strikes zero. Just kill some clock.
8: Number 12. Yep.
1: Just get out of this thing and not do any more damage.
2: Good thing is I don't think Lafette scored in the fourth quarter. Well, we've held them scoreless so far. And hopefully no chance of letting them score in the fourth quarter. That's
1: what we're going for, Jacob. Second and eight. For the Wolves. Is that first-team defense, as Evan Blair pointed out? Still
2: in there. That hammer's under center. Here's a snap. Here's the handoff to Barrett. Gives him a couple of more yards for a going to be a third down in about five.
1: Yep. Less than four minutes ago, We're about at the 3.30 mark. 12, Clock continues team. to tick. And unfortunately for these seniors tonight, it's going to leave a uh, a little bit of sadness with them as the performance has been. And Hopefully we'll see all the Wolves back for next week's game
2: you gotta give it up to these seniors you know they've a lot of those been playing since the Wee days and you know pacey uh, about two and a half seasons ago stepped in for Blake mansion when he went to he went out to play receiver and pacey kind of took it and ran with it no pun intended right there he's done a pretty good job
1: he has he's been a great quarterback can't ask for any better statistically leading the state had the Wolves had a running game this year think, you know, things would be different, but they're going to call a timeout. We'll take one with them. You're listed to the football, football Game of the Week on the Sports Network, presented by CUSA Pines Federal Credit.
14: Like where- Hi, I'm Robin Angelo, director of CUSA Valley MRI, business recipient of the American College of Radiology Accreditation and Joint Commission Best Practice Awards. Our vision, mission, and values at CUSA Valley MRI is part of our working platform of excellence that you deserve. COVID infection control measures are in place to keep you as safe as possible so you can focus on what is important. Your MRI exam. Schedule your appointment today. Learn more at CoosaValleyMRI.com.
0: You're listening to Fayetteville High School football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Fines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome
2: back to Barnum Lincoln Field. Two minutes and 53 seconds left to go in this next The score right now is the Bay 48 but the Bay uh, of the Wolves 15, but The Wolves are marching it in. It's going to be 3rd and 5 from about the 6-yard line so they can get another first down before they score. But I'd like to see the ruin, the 2-off clock, but I'd also like to see the Bay of the Bulls get 6 points right here.
1: Me too, Jacob. We'll see what Coach Limbaugh dials up Here's the
2: here. Here's Barrett. Barrett's going to run it up the middle. About a two-yard gain on the play.
1: Generous spot
2: there. And the clock uh, continues to a run. Not a big fourth down, but it's going to be a fourth down and about two, as you heard Evan Blair say. But I'd like to, like I said, I'd like to see, a, see you get a touchdown here that shows you, you know, you might be down, but you're not out.
1: That's right.
2: And That's right. comes in with a play from Limbaugh.
1: Yeah, Jacob, uh, we'll probably see another run right here. Or you might see a pass with this first-team defense still being in there.
2: It's going to be a shotgun formation for the Wolf split backs. And here's the hammers with the pass. He's going to find a receiver. Had a defender all over him, no flags, and the ball falls incomplete. So that will yep. give the ball back to this yeah, Bulldogs man. offense. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off right there. No,
3: you're good. And
1: just that size advantage. Man, the ball was placed perfectly, but guys just aren't tall. So,
2: And that's an issue we've had with our receivers this year. We just have no height out there yep. compared to some of the cornerbacks that we've seen.
1: You're exactly right, Jacob. So... You'll probably see about three or four runs here by the Bulldogs as that clock will continue to run. And,
2: uh, let's just hope they don't call a timeout like Fawcett did last week.
1: Yeah. I was a little bit,
2: a bit, bit of a of overkill,
1: here. yeah. I wasn't sure what what we were doing there, but hey.
2: But that clock continues to run down to a minute and thirty seconds. Here's a snap, here's a handoff. a great job by the Wolves. Is that another safety note? They're going to call him uh, down about the one-yard line. And the Bulldogs will not take a timeout. So thanks to the Bulldogs. Well,
1: you know, this goes both ways. The Wolves, I get you're trying to get out there and get the win, but you let them get a few yards. That way you don't get another safety and extend this ball game because everybody's tired and everybody's just ready to go home, including us, Jacob.
2: You know the Bulldogs are ready to go home. They have a drive ahead of them. Man, they to go home winners. They probably won't lay
1: down in their bed tonight till one o'clock. They got about an hour and a half, two-hour drive ahead of them.
2: Clock down inside a minute. Here's a snap and the handoff. A gain of about two. The Wolves say they have the ball. Let's get a call for it. The referee's gonna say he's down. They're gonna give him six touchdown for the Fayetteville Wolves. Well, they're still fighting, but golly, they're not in the game. And it stops the clock.
3: Yep.
1: <sniffs> yep, that it does. And that was
2: Jacob DeLoach. That's
3: not Thunder somebody's classes. name we
2: call very often. And you know what? Jacob DeLoach also plays for the Fayetteville Marching Band. He's down there at halftime wearing his football uniform every Friday night. So good job by Jacob DeLoach right there.
1: Man, yeah, that's great for him, dude. See, Levi Phyllis out at 10th extra point.
2: And uh, you can hear the band to our left over there cheering for their fellow bandmate.
1: Try to get this thing a little bit closer.
2: The swinging gate by the Wolves offensive line. You know, that's something I I never got. Why are you going to do a swinging gate knowing you're going to kick it? The kick is up, and the kick is good, and that will bring the score 48 to
1: 22. Well we've seen this story a few times this season at home 48 to 21 yeah this is like number four.
2: Excuse me there um, Yeah, we have seen this a little too much in my opinion this is probably one of the better favorable teams we've seen in a long time but like I said, it's just the benefit of our region just have not been able to pull pull off a big win yet. That's
1: right. Like I told John Limbaugh from Tennessee, I had big expectations for this team. And I've held them to a higher standard, and they had not been able to hold up to that standard, Jacob.
2: And now the, the Bulldogs are going to get the ball back. But, yeah, like you said... Uh, uh, 13 seniors you're losing this year and 13 very good seniors you're yep. losing this year. So play these next two games and hopefully we'll come out with the win in those two games and go back to the drawing board over the winter and the spring and see what you can come out with next year.
1: That's right, Jacob.
2: Get back in there and see if you can make a run next year, which, hey, what the Wolves do have on our side is realignment.
1: Number one, yeah, that'll come
2: about November or December, I believe, is when they do it. So we'll we'll see who we get the benefit of playing next year.
1: Well, maybe they'll get into maybe a little bit easier region. They're in one of the toughest regions.
2: That ball will be fielded by number four. Let's see if I have his name. We'll give him some radio time. That was going to be Malik Bulldog Flurnoy, the, the junior defensive back.
1: And you'll probably see a knee, and we'll get out of here on this one. And take We've basically done a post-game analysis for you this evening, so I think we're just going to wrap things up. Done a post-game in the fourth quarter. kind of, It was all Bulldogs, all night. And so we'll see one final play here
2: to Lafayette Bulldogs the best formation there is in football and that's the victory formation it looks like he's going to take a knee here that's what he's going to do and that's the ball game so
1: they'll line up midfield and shake hands not the outcome the Wolves wanted not the outcome they needed. They're out of playoff contention officially now. Jacob, any closing thoughts?
2: Well, two two weeks from now, we're going to hang the football helmet up for the basketball. Unfortunately, but it's been a great season. You know, we've been in some games that we could have won, and we've won the we've won a few games. That, I hate it for these seniors. You always want to go out on top on your senior night. And
1: Absolutely, you want Jacob, and
2: make it to the playoffs. And unfortunately, that those hopes are now pretty you know, much
1: gone. As we say goodbye to the the great fans that always sit near to us, and till about ten months from now, just over ten months, we'll we'll be back here uh, at Pebble Home Field. But remember, tune in 6:30 next week. For Jacob and Jacob Bassett, Voice of the Wolves next week, along with Andrew Morgan from Ranburn Live, 6.30 for pregame follow-up, live game coverage at 7. Uh, catch the coaches show uh, at 7 o'clock with Coach John Limbaugh on Thursday nights. And um, everybody have a safe and great weekend. War Eagle. War Eagle. And, uh, go race. Go Mississippi State Bulldogs. Hell State. <laughs> everybody have a great weekend. Be safe out there. And, uh, Don't work too hard come Monday. We'll see you next week.
0: You've been listening to Fayetteville Wolves football on the Fayetteville Sports Network presented by Radio Alabama Sports, sponsored by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, Toyota of Sylacauga, Allen Brew Market, Chick-fil-A, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Area Real Estate, Childersburg Primary Care, Movement Mortgage, State
3: Farm Agent Sheila Curtis, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, Sylacauga Chamber of Commerce, Harvey's.